2016 finally ending. We have a brand new year, and with new years comes new responsibilities, like making a list, checking it twice, finding out who was nice, because we're just only talking about the top 10 best movies of 2016. Myself, T-Max, and a guest comparing lists? Man, Santa must have really hurt our uh, our uh, call for guests because we're getting a bunch of them. And we got a special one tonight on a very special edition of the review. Review. Doing the Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and another special guest ring in the new year. Troy, are we getting more popular? Uh, I think so. We're getting. We got a second guest in a row. That's right. I mean, I think we're pretty hot potatoes right now. Pretty hot potatoes. It's like. When we used to start our show and had a guest every single week. Yeah. When I say week, I mean like every three months <laughs> when we would do a show. That was back when weeks were varying definitions. That's true. Time d- was different then. Yep. Back when the, we, we only judged weeks by the corn harvest. <laughs> <laughs> and some sort of solstice. <laughs> if this- the sun set in the east... It was a week. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we have a special guest sharing big dumb opinions, and that is none other than the dinosaur Neil himself. Introduce yourself. Yep. Uh, Dinosaur Neil is here. You summed it up. (laughs) Summed it up. I love how you told me to introduce himself after you just introduced it. You you done real good. I done did it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dinosaur Neil. Introduce yourself. That's me. Go. That's me. And yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You nailed it perfectly right there. It's like if you're like, if you told every single fact about his life and then it's like, all right. Neil, explain yourself. <laughs> that, there's nothing else left. He said it all. Uh, this week we are doing top ten. Our personal top ten personal m- pan pizzas. Best of the top 10 movies <laughs> of 2016. Or will this be the same? Will they differ? Find out. Top of the hour. Ooh, Neil, you got your list. I sure do. I got it right here. <laughs> I thought you'd be like number ten <laughs> and started. No, wait, wait. No. I'm starting at number one. My no. favorite no. movie of 2016. No. <laughs> Before that, we got news, and oh boy, do we got news. Was it a big one? Was it a big one this year? This one, I big one this today. I got some. Let me start out with good news. Okay. And I'll put the bad news in the middle, and then we'll weasel out with good news at the end. Ooh, new sandwich. That's a new sand- sandwich. Compliment sandwich. 2017 Writers Guild of America Awards are coming up pretty soon. Okay. Nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay, 
includes the likes of one of our favorite superheroes of this last year, Deadpool. Ooh, okay. One of the only superhero films ever, besides The Dark Knight and... Oh, shoot, there was another one. Another good... Oh, um... Guardians of the Galaxy okay. was the only other two superhero movies ever to be in this category. Deadpool's in it along... The, now, tell me if he's got a chance here. Fighting right. chance. Okay. With the movie Fences. <laughs> okay. Hidden Figures. <laughs> okay. Nocturnal Animals. Okay. And Arrival. I, th- I think they're all superhero movies, aren't they? Um... Arrival is the one where Amy Adams plays a superheroine. Oh yeah, she's Lois Lane in it, yep. right? She has the yeah, yeah, yeah. she has the ability to uh, figure out alien languages in a heartbeat. Right, that's her power. So nice. superhero there, superhero there, there. Uh, Nocturnal uh, animals. Uh, about a dude that writes books and he has the power to make them into reality, and you can watch him in a movie. Boom! Another superhero right there. What's there the other go. one? Fences. Fences. Uh, uh, a movie where Denzel Washington plays a superhero where he's an abusive father. Go. <laughs> hidden, <laughs> hidden figures? Hidden figures? Uh, smart black women. Three three <laughs> smart black women who have the superhero superhero ability of making rockets. Superhero jammed pack. Superhero <laughs> scripts out the anus. Yeah. Well, I want to say this year at least one superhero film is going to win it. Probably going to be a rival. <laughs> or like, maybe Fences. <laughs> maybe yeah. Fences. I heard that's really good. I heard all these are really good. I really want to see Fences. I was really bummed that I didn't get to, did not get to see Fences before I made my list. Like, I feel like I did my list an injustice. Well, stay tuned to... I might have to re- revise. My list where maybe none of those I saw. So we'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> you didn't see Deadpool? Stay tuned. <laughs> Oh, you got me on the edge of my seat. I feel like Neil's going to be the new you. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what I always wanted to be. The old Were you, 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 can now, you can now stand in judgment over him and be like, I can't believe you fucking picked that as number eight. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my God. Judgment will be cast. Oh. All right. Um, I just want to throw this out there. Has anyone ever... No. Has anyone ever... Well, this could be an ever. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen that new, like, Riverdale trailer yet? For that, like, uh, like Archie movie that's going to the CW? No. I thought I saw, like, a thing... Like I didn't see, like, the trailer for it, but I saw, like, something pop up for it. It looks fucking bizarre. And not, like, bizarre... How bizarre? How bizarre. <laughs> not even, like, as good... <laughs> like, it looks, like, unwatchable. Like, is what I'm saying. And you're oh, saying good. it's Arch- an Archie thing? Yeah. Like, the main Ooh. characters, Archie, Betty, Veronica, Jughead are all in it. And it's like an angsty teen drama. And Ugh. when I say angsty, it's angsty. And you said it's on the CW? CW. This makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything makes so much the sense The C-freaking-W. Snatching up them comic book properties is what they're doing. Well, yeah. I mean, that's their shtick. But, like, I thought they were going to go with, like, a lot more literal ap- adaptation to this. Like, I'm not going to watch this. No, we'll <laughs> wait until the Arrow shows up in, like, episode three. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Riverdale is in the Flareoverse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> we got Arrow. We got Flash. We've got Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead is going to eat a ton of hamburgers. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, oh my god! Yeah. We're being overrun by Captain Cold. Hurry, somebody eat all these hamburgers <laughs> before they get cold! <laughs> Where's Jughead when you need him? I can see it now, guys. Well, that would turn it around for me, really. It would. And I think when I say that, I'm honest. I'm saying <laughs> that it really would turn it around for me. Um, another bit of news here. This one's a bit of a downer. Okay. Because... Carrie Fisher's death was tragic. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like somebody's going to benefit from it, and that person is Big Disney. Oh, yeah. Big Disney has an insurance... <laughs> You're talking to like <laughs> Old Big Disney has moving on in. Put out an insurance, like, uh, insurance on their big actor, the big old actors coming back for the Star oh, the Wars big movies. big olds. Yep. Put them on Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher. Sure. And since Carrie Fisher died, yep. they're getting a $50 million payout Oof. for her death. Because what? she won't appear in episode 9. And I guess she was going to have a big part in episode 9, I guess. I don't know. Jesus. So yeah, that's awful news. <laughs> Just shittily VR like they did in, uh, <laughs> they did in Rogue up. One. That's yeah. messed up. Yeah, it's really messed up. Kind of along the same lines... Um, what are your guys' opinions on recreating dead actors? Um, I think it's kind of weird at this point in time, because now the ones that are dead would have no idea that this is even a possibility, and so probably would have never said, like, cannot use my likeness in this other property or whatever. But... I don't. I don't know. Like, see, I feel like right now, if I were to watch Rogue One again, I'm like, oh, that's tacky. Use Princess Leia in there. Use Carrie Fisher's <laughs> likeness. But I wouldn't have. I don't. I didn't give a shit about Peter Cushing. I guess. Like, I thought that was kind of cool at first. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I don't know. Like, I wasn't cool with like how much they used it. I'm not ju- like don't like not judging the quality. I guess. Yeah. Like, if they could do it spot on, like. What yeah. about the dude that danced with the vacuum cleaner in that one commercial? <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking, uh... Ah! I don't remember his name, but, uh... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm cool with it or not. I guess it all depends on, like, their estates. That's where I'm at. I would say <coughs> if their estates kind of... But if you're willing to make a bunch of... Or not willing, but if you're going to be making a ton of money off of it, like, their estates are probably got a bunch of vipers in there, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, relatives they never uh, knew they had kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird topic that I never thought I'd ever have to discuss with somebody. <laughs> well, I know, like, even now, like, uh... I can't remember what the actor's name is. Oh, it's uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. Like... They can't use any of his voice or likenesses in anything now that he's, like, passed. Like, yeah, because I heard they were going to try and, like, do, like, a thing where, like, they're going to, like, make an Aladdin where they, like, recreate his voice. Yeah. yeah and that, they yeah, can't yeah, do that now. And I'm like, good. Yeah, That'd no That'd be shit. weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Recreate his voice for Aladdin? God damn it. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy with it. Like, I suppose now, like, actors... I was... Uh, hopefully, like... Um, what's it? Robert De Niro has something in his contract mm-hmm. like after I pass hopefully not soon but I'm yeah. just saying like after I pass like you can't use my likeness in anything that's weird now that actors have to think about that yeah like no you yeah. can't use me after I'm dead like that's <laughs> messed up <laughs> that is really weird 
Like, it's nothing that you'd ever have to be worried about. Yeah. Like, even ten years ago. Got, like, a posthumous Oscar, like, 50 years in the future after you died. (laughs) That's where it's good. That's a stunning performance in Planet of the Apes 40. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, guys, I won an Oscar in the year 2164. (laughs) (laughs) Because a mo like uh yeah CG mo capped Andy Circus yeah. <laughs> first Oscar they found a way to freeze Andy Circus and then just let him out anytime they what need they should do is just clone Andy Circus and have him be every actor <laughs> oh that makes and every sense. animal in the movie <laughs> that Why makes not? the most yeah. sense actually yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Circus plays everyone in everything. Kramer versus Kramer the remake. <laughs> With every original actor <laughs> being mo-capped by Andy Circus clones. Oh my god, amazing. Uh, another bit of news I have, Neil. You'll really like this. Thank god. Michael Keaton. Ooh, baby. One Ooh, of our Keats. favorite actors of all time because he was in that he Batman was, 89. He was in our favorite movie of all time. <laughs> well, that's the Batman title you give him. Batman 1989. Batman you gotta be Yeah, gotta be. Because then you're like, oh, I like Batman. Like, oh, I like Christian Bale too. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shut up. It's Batman 89. <laughs> uh, in a recent The Hollywood Reporter podcast said why he walked away from Batman forever. Ooh, do tell. In his words, this, this is a too. quote, it said, well, he said, because it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, the script was never good. I didn't understand why he, Schumacher, yeah. <laughs> wanted to do what he wanted to do. And I knew it was in trouble when he said, why does it have to be so dark? <laughs> and so he just never wanted to do it after that. Had to make Jack Frost instead. <laughs> yeah. Had to just go into obscurity for 20 years. <laughs> Well, that's good for him. Good for him. He's having an upswing, though, right now. Ooh, mm-hmm. baby, new Spider-Man. Was uh, Birdman first or was RoboCop first? The remake. RoboCop first. I think Birdman was first, because I think like Birdman was like his resurgence. What? Neil's looking it up. I'm looking it up. Because <laughs> I want to say, I thought he was in RoboCop first, and that got him in the public eye Maybe. again. Maybe. And then he did Birdman, and then I everyone's know, he, like, oh, yeah. Keaton, baby. Like, Bird, yeah, Birdman was like the, oh, shit, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Coming back! Yeah. But it could have been RoboCop. I could be mistaken. I don't know. Neil, looking it up. We'll find that. Still. Uh, RoboCop, 2014, February 12th, 2014. Keep that in mind. February 12th, 2014. February 12th, 2014. February 12th, 2014. February 12th, 2014. Ooh, Birdman! November 14th, Twenty. 14! Even though Birdman was probably filmed first because it was more of an indie movie. And it was better. <laughs> yeah. It was. <laughs> did you you did watch Birdman? Yeah. I like Birdman a lot. Oh, I I like I like it too. I never saw the whole thing. Why? All Fell right. asleep. Fair. Alright. Well. Get so tired all the time. <laughs> I'm just get so tired. You stay, all the time. you stay awake through nine lives, but you fall yeah. asleep during Birdman. Nine lives was 89 grueling minutes of my life. <laughs> Not even 89, 84 grueling minutes of my life. We probably would have fell asleep if we didn't take notes during it, <laughs> and it got uncomfortably silent at one point, <laughs> <laughs> where there was just no audio. 
<laughs> uh, last bit of news I have. Rob Liefeld, Neil. Yes. Joel, Rob Liefeld. Yeah. You know of him? Big comic creator of the 90s. Created Deadpool. Created totally. Pockets. Totally. <laughs> Created pouch on pouch action. Pouches on pouches on pockets on pouches. Bad news. Ooh, shit. Except for Rob Liefeld. <laughs> oh, God! Rob Liefeld is the recipient of a seven-figure movie deal for all of his created image characters in his extreme universe. That sounds like the shittiest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm also disappointed. <laughs> Joel, you should be. <laughs> yeah! This man is getting paid money he does not deserve. This is garbage Garbage water is what this is. Yeah. I'm so angry. Uh, you should be angrier. <laughs> I feel like I you should be like angrier. You should be angrier? If I told you he was a ginger, what would you say? If I told you he can't draw feet. <laughs> okay. Or proportions. That's probably not bad. That's probably, it's probably really bad then. Oh my god. I don't Damn know. I, wish I don't. I don't have like a lot of. I'm sorry, guys. I wish I had more passion. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible news. So I wonder if I can just like try to flip this on him and make it like. So in his in his extreme universe, is he it like Cable is in there? No, because it's not any none of his Marvel characters. So okay, it's all of his like image characters or Great. any like side universes he had from there. Great, like Blood Wolf. I can't wait <laughs> for a Blood Wolf movie. Oh no, not Blood Wolf. <laughs> is this good? Am I doing? I actually have no idea what the fuck Blood or Wolf is. Like maybe Young Blood, his possible universe. Oh shit, Young Blood, right, guys? Or any of the Bloods. All oh, the bloods. bloods. Oh. Fuck. Am this, I, is this good? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's good, good enough. enough yeah. okay. I'm trying to like think of a thing like that would be like in your little universe over there that would make me get like get up that upset. Hmm. Man, this sucks, right guys? This would be There's... like if <sighs> No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Guys, I'm so upset. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the this is literally the worst news I ever heard. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I was just trying to, trying to think of like a shitty wrestler that keeps getting props even though he kinda sucks and then he just gets like instant stardom. Oh, it's so like Batista when he first started? <laughs> That'd be like Batista if he first started but now he would come back and, like, win every title. So, yeah, like, what they wanted Batista to be? Only, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would do it now. What if like, Batista came back and won? Oh, so every- Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you nailed it. So you get it. This is what it is. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> We've connected, guys. We've done it. We've done it. That's all the news I got, JT. So what, okay. do, you, what do you have there? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, in related oh. news, Goldberg is about to win every single <laughs> title in the WWE. I can't wait. Bruce is going to sweep the Cruiserweight title. <laughs> win the, every tag title. The women's title. He's going to tug it back and win the women's title. <laughs> Just a SmackDown one. 
Just the sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the raw one is too prestigious to the, the Goldberg. Uh, okay, Troy, I don't know. You don't watch Better Call Saul. But do you watch Better Call Saul, Neil? Never started Better Call Saul. Well, you saw Breaking Bad at least, though. Correct. Okay, well, there was a little hints at it in the previous season beforehand, but it's confirmed now. Oh, my. That Gus Fring will be in season three. Old Gus. Of Better Call Saul. Great news. I mean, that Gus right up there, straightening his tie. Oh, God damn it. Standing behind that bucket of grease. Those piss me off every time because I want him so bad. <laughs> Anyone doesn't know what are my Breaking bitch. Bad figures. Yeah, he, he oh, pointed at just man. the character in figure form. <laughs> yeah, my figure of Gus. Figure of Gus. My Gus. My Gus. <laughs> <coughs> Troy, very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, you're almost crying right now. I know. We're I'm talking about this dramatic up. actress right now. Yeah. A dramatic actress. M- Marion Cotillard. Yeah. Cotillard. 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 <laughs> what? I'm sorry. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> apologize for her. Uh, Marion Cotillard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that. She did an interview where she talked about there was a movie... That moved her so much that she always wept at the end. When she's in? No, it, oh. one that she watches. <laughs> one she watches. She's watched it about ten times. Just every time it gets to the end, the ending moves her so much she weeps every time. Oh my! This movie is Step Brothers. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. She says she loves the movie Step Brothers, and every time Will Ferrell sings at the end of it. She legit cries. She, for some reason, she loves. She loves. I. I mean, I love Step Brothers. Yeah, Step Brothers is good. But coming from her, it's like, like she's. She, she said she legit weeps at the end of Step Brothers every time. That like, just makes like, me feel really good. <laughs> makes me feel like she's one of us. Yeah. Yes. Well, like when we all cry at the end of Step Brothers. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> and when Dale pulls out that sweet drum solo and yeah. that same song. Like, why doesn't he get a movie, like, like, like movie authentic Chewbacca mask too? <laughs> <laughs> and when he says boats and hoes during the middle of the song. I can't. God. You gotta weep every time. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, just, a, just, a in, just a little interesting tidbit. For maybe it's sound. Maybe it's different. Maybe she watches it in French, and it's a oh, lot. Yeah, maybe. maybe it's far more touching in French <laughs> than it is. You never they have like I a really so. like dramatic fin at the end of it. <laughs> 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 oh fuck! <laughs> Drop my notes. Uh, okay. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds I can't believe you've done that. yeah Dead Deadpool of Deadpool fame of course said that he has watched the Step Brothers he's watched Step Brothers and also cried <laughs> no uh, he said that he has watched Logan the oh my god already very very hyped movie for this coming year you know why though this year right now the trailer's out which means <laughs> you know you know it's done that just so- solidifies it exactly ryan reynolds proved your famous segment with that one famous stinger <laughs> yeah it, it, it plays every time the same one it's the exact same one but anyways 
Ryan Reynolds has seen the movie Logan, and he has stated that he believes that Logan will be nominated for a Best Picture at next year's Oscars. He thinks it's that good. Oh, my. That's that's great news. Oh I was my. expecting it to go, Ryan Reynolds, who saw Logan, said, why isn't Deadpool in this <laughs> movie? I also have news on that, too, though. <gasps> because we brought up last week how Deadpool was supposed to make a cameo in it. Yeah. It was all rubbish. Rubbish! Ooh. Not in the movie. Not? In the so movie. it was a debunked rumor. A hoax. It was a hoax. <laughs> it was a hoax. But he's saying Logan is uh, Oscar. He's material. saying it's Oscar worthy. Wow. Just remember, he was in a movie where he jerked off a dog into a donut. Oscar worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back to Van Oscar. Wilder, an almost Oscar winning movie. <laughs> <laughs> Best Oscar screenplay, worthy. Oscar worthy. <laughs> That's that gets me. That gots me excited. I'm I'm pumped for it. Same. I think it comes out in March, beginning of March. You know, late winter. You know, yeah, early <laughs> late winter. What they usually call summer. <laughs> <laughs> late winter, early summer. You know, fuck spring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking now, forward to it. That is exciting. On to some Star Wars news, Troy. Oh my god. We got uh, lots of uh, Star Wars breaking a lot of records. Not records in particular, but like (laughs) just really raking in the dough. Got it. Making that money. First of all, The Force Awakens. And now you're saying like, that fucking came out like 2015. It came out last year, man. Yeah, like what the fuck, man. If that's on anyone's list for this year. (laughs) Year. It doesn't make sense. You can't say that because it didn't come Ooh. out this year. It came out last year. Neil, why are you redoing your list right now? Out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put the Force Awakens on your list? Taking the Force Awakens off. Put the Force Awakens on your list. Why'd you put the Force Awakens on your list? One! You're my number one! Motherfucker. Anyways, Force Awakens in 2016 was the number 10. Best grossing movie in 2016. Whoa. Holy cats. Which means that whole, all those weeks in 2015 that just built up, they were like, nah, we're taking more money in 2016 nah. and becoming <laughs> the number 10 highest grossing movie in 2016. Holy shit. Yeah. So it made a fuck ton of money. That's fucking very impressive. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> and on top of that, Rogue One... Surpassed, yeah. Rogue One <laughs> surpassed Captain America: Civil War to be the number two highest-grossing movie in 2016. I heard that after being in theaters for like three weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> so Star Wars is making a fuck ton of money. <clears throat> Add that extra fifty million they're getting <laughs> from Carrie Fisher's dead. My God. Oh. Her dead what? Body? Body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read that, or I think I messaged you earlier in the week about this, that Disney this year has is has the top four highest grossing movies this year. They yeah. do. Nuts. Sickening. Yeah. <laughs> they made the that first bill, one is Finding sure. Dory. Yeah, good year to be Disney. <laughs> and every year on out from here until some weird bubble bursts. <laughs> like, they're going to be making 
billions a year for the next at least five years. Yeah. Yeah. They have so many, they have like so many irons in the fire right now where it's like, you can't even fucking touch them. No. Don't even try to touch them. Don't. They're too hot. They're too hot. goddamn hot. Whew. How much are they going to make when Stan Lee dies, probably? Oh, my. Why did you probably got a insurance policy on I didn't too. mean to. I didn't mean to. I just God, to. you know he's 94. Shoot. Yeah. Way to go. If he dies, Neil, it's all your fault. Not 2016 anymore. At least 2017, 2017, it's like the silent killer where it like Ooh, sneaks oh in, God, like it sneaks into your bed. And it's All like, right, we gotta change the subject. Yeah. We gotta change it. All right. Well, I will change the subject to more Star Wars. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that young Han Solo movie. Yes. Coming out this no, next year. Yes. Correct. Next year. Yes. The Han Solo solo, solo. film. Yeah. Han Solo solo. Solo Bolo. <laughs> Solo Trollo. <laughs> don't oh, don't start go. this trailer. <laughs> first, the uh, the word was that the Han Solo movie was going to be like their first foray into coming out in the summer. They're going to start releasing Star Wars movies in the summer now. Sure. Okay. But with this current uh, workings of all these movies making a fuck ton of money in Christmas, they're kind of being like, uh-uh, Let's poppy. push this motherfucker back to Christmas. <laughs> That's right. So now they're talking about young Han Solo being moved to Christmas in 2018. Smart move. Yeah. So yeah, just stay there. I would stay. Marvel, Marvel's got the summer. You can take fucking quish Christmas. Yeah. Quizmas. <laughs> Quizmas. You'll get Christmas. <laughs> Doesn't that throw a wrench into whatever James Cameron wants to do with his Avatar sequels? Who gives a fuck about James Cameron? Well, that's true. Is there <laughs> any news on that? Has he's too he's too busy the fucking... Lo- the first one took him 30 years or some <laughs> shit to make, and now he wants to revolutionize 3D again for it? Yeah. Bullshit. Like, yeah. Our Avatar 3 is going to be made by his, like, floating Futurama head in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like, I, what the fuck is going on with those? Like, the last thing I heard about is that he was bummed out because... Or he moved the date to Avatar 2 because the Star Wars movies are taking up the winter period. So he's waiting for Star Wars to fizzle out. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, Cameron. That'll give him time to perfect his new technology. I'll give it a year year tops and Star Wars will be out of date. Listen, I'm I'm a fan of James Cameron. Like, everything he makes is pretty much turns to gold. Yeah. But I don't give a shit about Avatar anymore. I, liked, <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I, I didn't give a shit about Avatar when it was. I liked it when it came out. I saw it. Like I thought it was fine. But like, wh- who cares? Yeah. Who cares right now? I liked Bad Santa. Didn't have not seen Bad Santa too. <laughs> Good point. I saw Avatar. Probably will wait to see Avatar too. It's a good point. You're trying us, James Cameron. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. More Han Solo news, though. Oh, my God. Uh, they are casting someone to be a mentor to young Han Solo. Heard about this. Heard about this. Pretty exciting casting news. Woody Harrelson. Ooh, mm-hmm. baby. Be, I think that'd be a really good choice. I He's hope hot. so. He's hot right now. Got a pretty 
pretty good cast going right now. You got Alden Ehrenreich playing Young Hung Solo. Mm-hmm. Got Donald Glover playing Young Lando Calrissian. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. most excited about that. I'm really excited. And now you got that. Woody Harrelson freaking sticking his mug in this shit. <laughs> hell yeah. Playing hell yeah. Probably playing Jan Solo. Jan <laughs> Solo's dad. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> I could have said Dan Solo, my, I guess. My but name is in space. So yeah, yeah. It's a space dad name. Yeah. My name is my name is Jin Urso Solo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, lots of lots of Star Wars news dropping this week. Lots of exciting Star Wars news. I'm excited. You've made me excited. I'm excited. I am still just whatever about this Han Solo movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm not familiar with the, the guy who plays Han Solo. I don't know what else he's in. I mean, I like, like the other choices they have. Like I like Donald Glover's young Lando Calrissian. I think that's a great choice, but I just don't really, I'd rather not know what he did. I think that makes his character better. He's only been in a few things. He was in Hail Caesar, which I may or may not bring up later. Ooh, baby. But, uh... Shit. <laughs> but, uh, um... Honestly, I'm not super excited about a Han Solo movie. But, like, I'm excited about all these names coming to it. Yeah. So that, like, gets me pumped up. But, like, I'd rather see maybe somebody else or something else. I'd rather see more Rogue One-type material. Take, like, a plot that was... Like maybe mentioned in something, and yeah. then def- yeah. like build on that. Like, yeah. like I don't the Clone Wars. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, you know what? Forget I said it. Forget it. God damn it! <laughs> Fart. <laughs> no. Oh well. <laughs> Fart. All right, you pull. You got me there. You got me there. But like, do what Rogue One did and build on like this. Build on something else. No, I, I, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you can have... Well, Harrison Ford's not ever going to appear as Han Solo ever again, so that's the... I guess just digitally recreate him <laughs> in any other right, thing you want to put him. Yeah. I don't know. Just I'd, I'd rather not see anything about Han Solo. I, that's what I love about him, that he's a scoundrel that you don't know what he got into yeah, to yeah. make... The Kanja Club pissed at him for <laughs> yeah. some reason. I just like the stories that he tells about himself. Yeah. Like, how, like... I don't want to know if they're true or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just my take. But I, I I have faith that it'll probably still be a good movie. I just don't care for the... the sing- like, they've even talked about a Boba Fett movie. And I heard it's not off the table. But I also don't want to see that either. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Now, like, the Weekly Planet guys, they talk about an Obi-Wan movie all the time. Would you be more excited about that? Yes, I would. But he's, it's a different, I think him and Han Solo have a different thing. Like, I'd love to see what Obi-Wan was up to in between the sure. the trilogies. Yeah. I think that would be more interesting and a better story worth telling than, like, right. because be- of the Han Solo thing. Yeah. Like, his stories are... Are, could or may or may not be false be, depending on how he says them and I like that allure of it so if they just say oh yeah they're all they're just true or whatever yeah like oh well and the Obi-Wan movie would have more connective tissue between the trilogy yeah, anyway ex- yeah exactly which would make it kind of cool because you and could play on both sides I think sides. that would be and then you wouldn't have to cast like new people like you could get people but like 
Ewan McGregor would be awesome to come back as like uh in that mid period there. That would rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like play him off as like some like mercenary that they like call like in dire times or some shit like that. Where it's like, gotta leave Tatooine and fucking deal. And maybe don't even call it like don't like I wouldn't call it like the Obi Wan movie. I'd call it like I don't know something how Mm. like well. Um, like if Obi Wan was like the guy that they called him when like shit hit the fan, and he just comes off as like this like old badass where it's like he doesn't do a lot, but like he does like just enough where it's yeah. like yeah, we need yeah, we need you to do this shit. Yeah, but yeah, it, I wouldn't call it like the Obi Wan movie. Like that yeah. would be silly because you've seen enough of him in the first one. I'd call yeah. it like like kind of pulling from like what Family Guy did. Like name it something weird. Like they named their first yeah. one like Blue Harvest or whatever oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Like. Just name it almost something obscure, but make that the the story or whatever. But, like, I would do it. That would be just a cool thing. But I don't know if... I don't think they'd be getting too fan service or anything. Like, not any more than Rogue One would have been. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But, yeah, that's how I would like to see it approached. Agreed. Listen to us, studios. Yeah, yeah Disney. Disney. Do what we want. <laughs> do what we want, Disney. Joel, you still got news, or you just start I got playing news. Candy I'm just, Crush? I'm just starting playing Candy Crush. Um, uh, Toys R Us Heard has them. released action figures based on the new Power Rangers movie coming out. What? Oh, baby. Now, we've seen what the Zords are supposed to look like. Right. We've kind of seen what the Rangers look like in general. Right. Well, Toys R Us just put out action figures that make up the Putty Patrol. What? Got some pictures here for you. See if you want to check them out. I do. These are action figures. Spoiler alert. They look, look stupid. <laughs> yes, they do. I don't think they look super, super stupid, though. Like, they kind of look like Clayface. Like, a little bit like Clayface from, like, the animated Batman. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And they look more like... They they look less like some process thing. Like, they look more like... Like, they're, like, thrown together. Like, they're actual, like, putty patrol. Like, something you throw together. Less than, like, a guy in a shiny silver. latex suit. Yeah. <laughs> silver suit. With a big Z on his chest. <laughs> well, that's if Lord Zed's there. They that's didn't true. have those before That's then. true. They're so tough. How do we beat target. them? Yeah. Fuck you, Power Rangers. <laughs> what you... Well, die. You just kick them onto a cactus. I've seen it before, and then they scamper away all yeah. funny. I don't that's know. interesting. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the take. I'm not a huge fan of the take on a lot of the visuals they've put out on this movie. Me too. But uh, I'd like to see how it plays out. I'm super interested in this movie because it's straying a lot farther than I thought it was going to. And it's piqued my curiosity. The only thing I'm not a fan of is that that they're powerful outside their suits. Like, that's the thing I like the most about them. They're vulnerable outside their suits. That's why they have to morph. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that they're like, oh my god, I'm super strong and I don't even... No, you're supposed to be a normal kid going to Angel Grove High. Who <laughs> seeing has what Ernie's got in his shack sh- shake shop? Yeah, <laughs> like you're not supposed to be powerful outside your suit. That's what makes it so interesting. It's like you're supposed to live his normal life, but also be a Power Ranger, not some superhuman that also wears a suit. Right, and I'm like I'm not a huge fan of what the Megazord looks like, Mm-mm. even though we've only seen it in like a toy version of it. 
Like but a, I like the I like the Megazord sleeker because then it can it has more maneuverability. I guess I like the boxy version of like these robots like coming together and they like they're only so maneuverable. Like I, I don't know. I I guess I'm just a fan of that. Like a big boxy kind of robot. <laughs> I I actually really like the boxy version too. But I mean, you I don't know if you could just I don't know if they could pull it I don't off. Think they, they, I don't think like a fight scene with a really boxy Zord would be believable on like a motion picture screen. I, I know. Like it doesn't have to look exactly the same. But it's just like I don't know. Like everybody likes Voltron and he's kind of boxy looking. <laughs> room goes quiet. <laughs> yeah, Voltron. Like, hey, you guys see Voltron? <laughs> yeah, it did. It was pretty good. Not bad. Season two coming out. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I'm. 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 I'm in I feel like I'm getting double teamed here, guys. That <laughs> <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is coming out soon, Troy. Looking forward to and it. And Neil. Looking Wanna forward to you. it. <laughs> Looking forward. Uh, they put out a preview. <laughs> They put out a preview of Emma Watson singing a song from it, actually. Ooh. A little snippet from something there. And I heard it. Sounds pretty close to the original, actually. Chelsea yeah. was playing it on her phone the other day, and I, I'm a fan. Sweet. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm for it so far. Mm-hmm. I know, because uh, Molly always says that Beating the Beast is her favorite Disney movie, and she's talking about, like... If she's ever going to do, like, one of our shows, that's, like, the one she wants to do. All right. Is when we do live-action Beauty of the Beast. Sweet. That's one I have to watch again. I haven't seen it in so long. It's really good. I need to see it again. I wish they just still had Angela Lansbury part of it. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't that just be great? (laughs) Maybe she she will. Cameo. The the teapot's voice that that they have sounds very reminiscent of Angela Lansbury. Yeah, it's... uh, What's her name? Um... Angela, what? Lansbury? No, the <laughs> one's doing the new one. Is it Angela Lansbury? No, it's uh, that's not. Oh, I want to say it's Emma something, but it's not Emma Stone. It's not Emma Stone. <laughs> uh, except think, I'm not a fan of the Beast look. Like I don't like yeah. the way he looks. I don't mind it. Um, I know, uh, you know, I've heard, like, you don't like his, like, you wish he had a more beastie-looking face. Yeah. I would probably prefer that, too, but I'm not, I don't think I'm turned off by the look of it I feel like there's, like, certain things you're gonna have to sacrifice for it being a live-action, because there's so much stuff they did in the cartoon where it's, like, it was awesome because it was a cartoon. Right. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yep. I knew it was an Emma, damn it. Ah! Drop my stuff again. (laughs) Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> no! Why? <laughs> Whatever his name is, little Shmee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what his, his, name, his is. name is. Actually, like, the guy that's gonna play Gaston in it, like, uh, Molly showed me this thing where, like, they're on some British talk show thing. <laughs> it's Dracula Untold is playing him! Yeah, Lucas, <laughs> Luke Evans. Luke Evans, yeah. <laughs> serious? But, uh, but, like, I guess, like, he did, like, a, like, this, like, British talk show thing where, like, like, him, Hugh Jackman, and the guy that did the original voice for Gaston all sang... Oh fucking my god. The Gaston song. Golly. And they all sound, like, really close to the original. Oh, fuck, I need to watch. Is it on Graham Norton or whatever? I think it was, it might have been. 
But like all three of them get together and they all sing the fucking song together and it's like three people that sound exactly the same almost. Amazing. I'm gonna have to fucking We're see We're gonna that. watch that it. Amazing. We'll watch it right after. <laughs> so good. Um, Joel, you can just clip it in, right? Clip in oh, the song. No. They <laughs> <laughs> did an interview with Natalie Portman, where she she is already trying to get back in with Marvel. Marvel? What? I heard that too. She's What's like. Up? She she's okay with another Marvel movie. Yeah, Jesus. it's like like when you're a huge part of Marvel, they're you're just like yeah, I guess it's okay. But then when they kick you out, it's like oh, that money was actually really nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was some really nice money to have. But like in a place like her, she could probably get it back. She's like a big name. Oh yeah, yeah. I guarantee she could easily get it back. Especially if they, like, her offer role. her, like, the female Thor role. Like, wouldn't that be nuts? Yeah. And then they have Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte? <laughs> Take over for the female Thor part? Oh, yep. fuck. Get Charlotte in here. Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> We're talking about Charlotte Flair for all right. of us who don't know. <laughs> Troy, one of those... One of the most jarring teaser trailers we've seen, like, in the, in the recent past was definitely Cars 3. <laughs> quite <laughs> this is very quite a departure really, from the first you, one you saw yeah you i saw, saw it quite it's ridiculously jarring right it is sad well for all of us who are on the edge of our seat wondering what the fuck that was right they will be releasing a full cars 3 trailer <laughs> on january 9th looking forward to it so we can see it and then just Totally be like, oh, so now it's just back to whatever. It's just every other member of <laughs> yeah. the cars also flipping over the camera. <laughs> They're all dying. <laughs> they all die. Tomater is just rusted out and just, oh, just dying. Please! Please fucking kill Tomater! <laughs> He's the worst! Seriously! Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Fuck Tomater! You're a monster. <laughs> just. It's just that Simon and Garfunkel song, like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> like his eyes were falling out <laughs> as he's flipping and on fire and dying. <laughs> uh, fuck Tomater. He's getting crushed in, like, a car compactor. So much Tomater. <laughs> Gee whiz, guys, this hurts! Oh my god, get her done! <laughs> you make me sick. What a See, piece Danger, of shit. apparently a fan of Tomater. Yeah, you like Tomater, Danger? <laughs> oh, I hate him. Well, I fucking hate him. <laughs> Clearly. Did you see the Cars 3 trailer, Chelsea? Yeah, it's sad. Well, just the preview one. Yeah, right, yeah. The one where Lightning McQueen is exploding or yeah. whatever. They're just killing all the cars. I was hoping all of the cars would just follow Lightning McQueen over and just be all busted up and on fire. And then it shows Tomater, can't tow them all, has to commit suicide. (laughs) Oh, Niels chimes in with another Tomater dying theory. After me and Troy just spent like the last couple minutes while you were peeing talking about how Tomater should die a slow, painful death. I love how you called Neil out for peeing. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) 
Oh, shit. Until Mater's just drinking a bunch of antifreeze. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck? Just pouring me? sugar in his gas yes, tank. Someone pours, <laughs> someone pours sugar in his gas tank and he gets diabetes. <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, John Lasseter loves cars. He loves cars. <laughs> God, it sucks. <laughs> Troy, you saw Bad Moms. <laughs> yeah, I did. You loved it, right? Could be in my top ten. We'll, we'll see. Well, maybe this one will make your top ten this year because I guess Bad Moms is making a Christmas-themed movie. Oh my god! Coming out this year. Wow! <laughs> they are fast-tracking <laughs> this. Bo- this is on top of a spinoff mm-hmm. called Bad Dads. <laughs> somewhere down the line. <laughs> Someone's just jerking franchise. off a someone's just jerking off a horrible parent somewhere. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get bad uncles. Oh, I'm gonna jizz. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so it's a bad mom's Christmas special movie. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a theatrical movie, and it's God. gonna be bad moms too, but it's gonna take place. During Christmas. Bad Moms 2 Vegas Christmas, probably. Oh, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Not only do I not want to see that, I want to make sure everyone I know never sees it. Oh, my God. Troy talked about the most pirated TV shows last week. Yes. Now, I have the most torrented film... This past year in 2016, what do you think it is? Most torrented film. Yes. Mm. Uh, I have it between two. It's either Deadpool or Batman v Superman. I'm going to say Batman v Superman. It is Deadpool. Oh! Yes. Although Batman v Superman was number two. Oh, good. Yeah. I was going to put that at number one, too, because nobody wanted to go pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel terrible every time I hear about, think about paying for that awful, <laughs> awful shit. <sighs> it was bad. Uh, Aquaman, speaking of DC. Momoa. 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 Aquaman getting some recruiting, some help that might actually put it up there in the echelon of maybe better comic book movies. What? Apparently, Aquaman going to contend with Logan for best picture. <laughs> Aquaman has recruited the same stunt team from Mad Max: Fury Road oh. to help with some of the stunts. There you go. Mm-hmm. Let's step up. So maybe kind of put in some more of that high octane action. <laughs> it's just Aquaman with cars <laughs> <laughs> under the sea, <laughs> and they still blow up Tomater. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it was so nice. We had to kill him twice. I love it. Uh, last bit of news, Troy, and some pretty shocking news, actually. Oh my God, saved we've been, for last. We've been hearing about uh, Ben Affleck directing that Batman movie. Yeah, so much hype. Get in on it. Looks like the studios are kind of wearing him down a little bit. <laughs> uh oh, it sounds very bad. I've he read an article. He came on out this. in an interview saying that you know it's not really 
really set in stone I'm going to be directing this Batman oh, movie shit. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Like, he's been wasting a lot of time because he wants to make sure the script is real good. Right, top notch. And the studio is like, who gives a shit? Just make the fucking thing. Oh, God. And... It's not looking good. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm glad he's playing hardball with them, though. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the studio. Either we're getting gonna... a shitty Batman movie, though, or we're going to get a fine Batman movie. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. that's... Oh. That's double-edged. It is. Because, like, if he doesn't direct it, it could be shit, and then, like, he'll be in another shitty movie as, like, an amazing character that he's probably always wanted to play. <laughs> Or he can just make sure he's taking the reins and making sure everything's fine. But he doesn't want to do it if it's shit. Yeah. Oh my god. But oh boy. This is this is a product for a rant I will probably save for my list. <laughs> Alright. Got, <laughs> uh, Got it. Yeah. I'm definitely I feel like we're definitely seeing some cracks in the in the well, chinks in book, the armor. In the comic book genre film. At least on one side anyway. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my that's all my news, Troy. Great, 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 great. Uh, well, that brings us into a segment we like to call. Uh, you know it's done. You. the most painful thing I've ever had to listen to <laughs> on my headphones <laughs> ever. It couldn't have been more painful than last week's when we were blown in bottles. Ugh. <laughs> you guys did it for... <laughs> but you guys did it for longer. I feel like I'm gonna have <clears throat> legit ear shit. <laughs> ear shit. Have my ears took a shit. Uh, so that's the stinger you always hear. <laughs> you know it's done. Is that yeah, a the one that's making thing? me go deaf? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got two trailers coming at you right now. Good, because I have none. Uh, one trailer for a movie that I think has already been released. I think it's like the third trailer. All right, but it's a movie called The Founder, and it stars Michael Keaton. Yeah, Keats. Uh, Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Nick Offerman. Yep. Did it. All yourself. All too. by myself, guys. <laughs> and it's uh, pretty much about how the franchising of McDonald's happened and all like the backstabbing and all that shit that happened to get like McDonald's to be this big, huge, mega conglomerate that it is. Yeah, I really want to see it. it I kind of do too. Yeah, it's, it's out. In, I'm pretty sure it's out in theaters right now. Oh, but um, Michael Keaton plays Ray Kroc, who you probably see on like embossed plaques in every single <laughs> McDonald's ever. But apparently, he like he wasn't a founder of the restaurant, but he found a way to own the land in which the restaurants were built on, and that's how he made like his money and like how he. Became, like, a part of this whole thing. Yeah. That's the, that's what this trailer looks like anyway. And so, like, um, that's how he becomes, like, this big McDonald's mega millionaire or whatever. 
But it looks pretty good. Like, I'm way interested in seeing this. I don't know. I'm, I'm for it, too. I saw a trailer for it. It was a long time ago. I know they... I saw they just came out with, like, a newer one. But I saw a trailer for it a while ago where, yeah, it looks like a lot of, like, the comings and goings about, like, establishing a franchise. And just, like, that information alone seems really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And probably gives you some dirty inside looks. Granted, I don't know how true it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About, like, the founding of, like, McDonald's and stuff like that. Like, yeah. from the trailer I saw, it kind of looked like they used him to kind of establish their fran. Like, they were just, like, a regular burger stand right. called McDonald's. And they wanted to use him and his knowledge to try and establish a franchise. And then when he did, then they were like, okay, we're making our money, so we don't need you anymore. And it's like, fuck you! Right. I did a lot of work in this shit. Yeah, it's got our boy Keaton in it. Yep, Craven Keaton. Old Keats. <laughs> Comes out the 20th, too. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. It must have been in, like, limited theaters, because I thought it's oh, like, I, some that could be. came out in December. That could be. Seems like one of those movies that do that. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Seeing that, then. Uh, my other trailer is Fifty Shades Darker, the extended trailer. If I could tell you anything else, it looks longer, darker, and boringer (laughs) than the first trailer. (laughs) Than the first movie, even. Because, my God, who is the main actress's name? Dakota Uh, Johnson. Oh, my God. What a piece of shit. She's terrible. She is fucking sawdust in a bag. (laughs) Don Johnson's daughter, by the way. Nothing rubbed off on her. Nothing. In fact, except for maybe Don Johnson. Are you implying that Don Johnson had talent too? (laughs) More talent. That's true. That's true. I do like Don Johnson. He also had a hit single, "Heartbeat." (laughs) Duh. Looking for a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) But Jesus, God, she is fucking bland. She's real bad, and I don't like the guy actor either. No, no, he's also bad. Like. Oh my god. I saw god. a movie with him like earlier this year called Anthropoid, which was pretty decent. And well, he was in this show called The Fall with Gillian Anderson, too. Yeah. And my wife really liked that. And like the I, show or him? The show, but she liked him in it. Okay. And apparently I know I have some coworkers who also liked the show and thought mm. he was fine, but I don't for some reason just don't like him. Well, like there's that like shit going around where it's like, I fucking hate these movies. I don't want to be a part of them. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, maybe he's just like being as bland as possible. So it's like, maybe people will be like, this sucks. Maybe and not I don't have go to make it. another one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guarantee you they make a lot of money. I know the first one did. Yeah. Made a fuck ton of money. Because there's a lot of lonely middle-aged women that just like diddle their puds to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> diddle their lady puds. <laughs> to fucking... Like... That Christian was Grey shit. just fucking... I want to see it because it sounds so bad. We, I know we wanted to try to do it, like, last year on Valentine's Day or something like that. We should try and do it this year for Valentine's oh Day. Oh, my God. Maybe. It's rubbish. It is fucking awful. Really? It is so garbage. It is shit. <laughs> it is fucking awful. <laughs> and this new movie looks even worse. The only people that... Uh, <laughs> Neil committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, Neil just banged himself. Kim Basinger is in this movie. Is what? One? Yeah. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale's in this. From movie. Batman '89. Vicky <laughs> Vale. Yeah. From the Batman '89. Yeah. 
Oh, like she looks like she's had a lot of work. Oh, on her face. God, like I don't know, like total facial. <laughs> Stop making these movies. Stop it. <laughs> I'm serious, guys. This was two minutes of my life <coughs> that I could have spent doing literally anything else. You're just yanking on it. <laughs> <laughs> and these movies aren't even good enough to yank it to. No. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all the trailers I got. All right. Well, then, it leaves us more time for... Oh, we missed the top of the hour by one... five minutes. I have one minute. What? Oh, that clock must have been fast. We've been fucked up the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so well, this is pretty much the top of the hour. Nailed Ooh. it. It is 9.01 top of the hour, baby. Nailed That's what I also it. got. 9.01. Nailed it, guys. Verizon don't lie. Unless they lie. 2016 has come and gone. And with that, we are talking about those movies out there that really really got us going mm-hmm. really revved our engines mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now we usually like last year we had ghost hunter dave right but we are settling for a <laughs> <laughs> mildly decent substitute <laughs> in dinosaur neil who was also constructed his own top 10 list correct i have one honorable mention too i don't know if we want to if we're doing i can do an honorable mention as well because yeah i also have a chelsea danger list as well which i will be uh throwing in there as well that's true she would be here but she is pregnant (laughs) right makes it hard to podcast (laughs) it is they do the, the doctor does say refrain from as much podcasting as possible when you are with child. It's weird, but it's true. It's in it's in the it's in the packet you showed me. <laughs> uh but so yeah, so if anyone is unfamiliar, we uh get together our personal top ten lists. Yep. They could be the same, could be different. Yep. Don't know. And it's what we would like to recommend to you if you yep. missed any movie in twenty sixteen, check out these ten. We clash all of our opinions together in terms of film, and then we test our friendships. <laughs> That's true. By <coughs> our placements and... Yeah. Uh, what a good thing is this year is that I saw ten movies. <laughs> so I didn't have to stretch out and do anything weird. I actually saw quite a bit of movies this year. So you're, so you're saying Jurassic World isn't in this list, too? <laughs> right. Yeah, I was surprised with the amount of movies I saw this year. I saw around almost twenty five. I think. Yeah, I thought. I thought. <laughs> I thought. I thought. Pretty tad. I saw twenty seven. I think when I went and counted them up. And I've got some doozies in there too. I didn't watch Nine Lives per your request, but <laughs> I I do have such doozies in there as Now You See Me Two, Ooh, Zoolander I- Two. Ooh. Ooh. And Yoga Hosers. So you actually saw the movie that we were going to review exactly. for the worst and movie And I was actually year. really upset that you couldn't watch it because I wanted to hear about it. Because I was so... Oh, I was shit. like, I could relate! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, 
not to waste any time, but we maybe should just jump right Let's into dive this. dive into our number 10. What did C. Danger say for number 10? We'll start with her as first. She put X-Men Apocalypse as number 10. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I was... Actually, her 7 through 10, I was actually surprised what they were. Really? Because they are not on my list at all. Okay. Uh, future spoilers. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but X-Men yeah. Apocalypse, the one with the <laughs> famous homosexual relationship between Apocalypse and Archangel? Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> quite well, possible. that's your opinion. I believe that they were a happy couple. <laughs> uh, but as of uh, as we're going to do it la- like last year, uh, we'll bring up our number 10s. If anybody has like a duplicate or if it's higher in the list, they can always just bring it up like... We'll yeah, talk about same it there time and be like, oh, yeah. oh, it's in my list, but I'll bring it up later. There you go. Thing. There you go. Sounds good. Now that we've established rules, establish rules. <laughs> the loosest of T Max over here establishing dom- dominance. <laughs> um, I'll do my number ten as well. My number ten was Hardcore Henry. Ooh. Also yes. my number ten. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Same list. Yep. Same Mine list. Wasn't in my list, but I mean. I mean, I, you guys, you guys, you're related, whatever. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you know what? I actually life had a hard spoilers. time with <laughs> life spoilers. <laughs> I actually had a hard time doing my number 10 and number 9. Yeah. I saw a bunch of movies and, like, I marked out which ones I knew were my favorites. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to put for, like, yeah. my lower tier my ones. My number 10 was really hard because it was between what I picked uh moana and green room those are my like the top three where i was like i was really juggling between those three because i liked i liked each of them for different reasons and then i just kind of settled on my number 10 just because i felt like it had had more thought into it Mm. yeah if i was to do like an honorable mention i would have been uh because i flip flop between this and jungle book as my number 10 movie Mm. Yeah, Jungle Book was really good, too. Mine was between Hardcore Henry and The Witch from January. That was good, too. Early early in the year. I never saw The Witch. Um, But I I edged it out to Hardcore Henry just due to its bold choice. That's exactly why it edged over Jungle Book. Because I'm like, I would probably watch Hardcore Henry over Jungle Book again if I had a choice. Yeah. It's, It's shorter. Like, it's more fun to watch like and if if i were to watch like a choice between what jungle book i wanted to watch i would watch the cartoon like i yeah i'm with you and so like that's why i edged out hardcore henry and it's also like more like it's like a ballsy move like to do a first person movie it's a little more interesting it's more sci-fi more my flavor shalto coplay is hilarious fucking awesome yeah (laughs) jesus christ but yeah, so yeah, Hardcore Henry was my number 10. That's a good number 10, guys. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What was your number 10? number 10? My number 10 was Arrival. Really? Ooh, That's pretty yeah. low on the list. Yeah. I, I mean, I love, like, that was, I was, like I said, a juggle between that, Moana, and uh, Green Room. I, I, I liked pretty it. pretty solid choices for number 10, though. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, I was juggling between the, all of them, but I think Arrival was, had a lot more uh, deeper meaning to it. Like, they had... I think they were juggling a lot more different, uh, like, uh, like themes. Like, they were dealing with, like, time travel and language and, yeah. like, extraterrestrials. Like, they were juggling between all of those, and I think they did it in a way where it didn't seem jumbled, and I was really into it. Yeah. 
Mild spoilers for all the movies on the list as well. Okay, slight, <laughs> slight. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try and avoid as many as possible. But um, Arrival's on my list as well. It's uh, definitely in a different spot. But um, yeah, Arrival was really good. Like I didn't know what to expect really, kind of going in, and I was actually really surprised at what I saw. But like, if you listen to me and JT's review of it, there was that like little thing at the end where I wasn't completely on board with it, and this is like right at the very end. Yeah. And both you and me agreed. I think Chelsea Danger didn't agree so much, but, um, yeah. But, uh, otherwise, I thought it was a really solid movie. But, uh, but yeah, Arrival. Never, I never saw Arrival, so I did not include it. Well, I recommend it. It's really good. I yeah. actually, in your podcast of it, you said to turn it off if you didn't want to watch the spoilers. And that's, I turned it off because I oh, actually kind of want to know. Well, there you go. Good, yeah. good. It, it deals with a lot of stuff, and it does it really intelligently, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, moving on to number nine. Chelsea's number nine is Jungle Book. That's good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Very good. Talked about a little bit there. Mm-hmm. My number nine is Ghostbusters. Ooh. Lady okay. Ghostbusters Lady movie. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. I uh, thought it was a... I, from all the negative press it got, I thought it was a solid entry in the summer's slate of movies. It definitely was not as awful as the internet said it was. No, yeah, I'll give you that. Was it? Was it a like slam dunk? No, it wasn't. But I was. It was not as bad as some of the movies I saw this whole year, for sure. Yeah, I would say that this year was like a weaker year in terms of movies, especially for the summer. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of yeah. summer fucking movies I hated. Yeah, but like- Ghostbusters was definitely it. It. It definitely wasn't as bad as people wanted to make it seem that it was. Right. People just wanted to hate it. Yeah. The mm-hmm. thing was. Like, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say it's not on my list, but I, I wouldn't put it as a terrible movie. Like, I really en- I, I enjoyed it. So. Mm. Right. Yeah. My number nine is Swiss Army Man. Fuck! I totally forgot about this goddamn movie! <laughs> 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 uh, I, uh... I liked Swiss Army Man uh, quite a bit. It also was a good original kind of take on a movie. God Daniel Radcliffe is great. <laughs> Paul Dano is great. And I honestly typically don't like Paul Dano a ton, but I thought it was really good in this. Uh, it was really funny. I love the music that they did with essentially just them two kind of like indie beatboxing it, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, yeah. Right on. Good stuff. Mine, mine's later it. in my list, but I'll bring it up when it comes up. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at two fucking lists. No, it's funny. I did two, and I looked. The Wikipedia did not have it in a 2016 movie. I was like, now when did that come out? Because I. And I had to go look up just that movie specifically to see if it came out this year or last year. God damn it. <laughs> That fucking... Because that would have definitely made in my list. Probably near, like, fucking the middle. God damn it. Well, uh, now you're like how I was with Kingsman last year. (laughs) I was so pissed I left Kingsman out last year. Motherfucker. Because I was going to go through our episodes, too. And be like, what did we review? And I didn't. Because I'm like, you dumb. It would have been on a list. Oh, I got it. I it would have been on that fucking Wikipedia list or this <laughs> other movie list that said, like, every list that came out this year. Fuck you, list. Dumb, dumb. Oh, God damn shit. it. Yeah, Swiss Army Man was great. Like, it yep. would definitely be on my list if I would have remembered it. Well, there you go. God. Well, that's, that's why we make lists, because then we can establish 
What movies people what? forgot to there you include go. on their list? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Damn it. <coughs> well, my number nine is Sausage Party. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I feel like Sausage Party had a lot of potential. Like, I feel like... Uh, I agree. It was... It, it had a lot of, like, themes to another movie on my list. And I feel like if they would have gone further with that, it would have even surpassed this other movie on my list. But instead of getting deeper into their themes, they told dick and orgy jokes. Yeah. I contemplated on having this on my list as well. And I... Spoilers, it's not on my list. It's not on mine either. Okay. But I did enjoy the movie and I but I do agree with exactly what you said like yeah. instead of like some things were smart in it but a lot of things were just playing on stereotypes yeah. in the movie and I feel I feel like the reason they played on stereotypes was to bring the point across where it's like they established stereotypes but then it's still like people coming together even though they're even though they're different kind of yeah yeah and like I like that point part of it it's just that like, when they would go in that direction where it's like, yeah, keep talking about that. Then they'd be like, hey, look at that guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd, they'd start fucking each other. And then it's like, that, ah. That's kind of why I kept it off of my list. Yeah. Uh, I There were parts where I liked it, and I was like, you know, it's really smart. And, like, I think they still had a, a pretty good message for what it was. Right. But, like, that last ten minutes, non, not, not spoiling it, I was just like, what the fuck? fuck <laughs> like oh my yeah, god yeah. like it, this legit is like a a stoner movie where oh, yeah. it's like like it's like when like you first start getting high and you're like man what if it was like food was like people and they were like <laughs> they were like they were different but then they came together for a common purpose yeah and then they like start fucking each other <laughs> <laughs> Total. yeah that's like a this whole movie is like a total like stoner thought. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, like I can't deny like the smart stuff in it, so that's why it's my number nine. Right. I yeah. I I did contemplate on being like one of my like uh, last few on the on the list there, nine or ten, but yeah, I got edged out. Well, can't blame you. Well, <laughs> there you go. Uh, number eight, Chelsea Danger has the Little Prince. A little indie. Ah, I kind of wanted to see that. Um, it was it was good. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't have it on my list, but uh, I saw it, and it's a really kind of touching story. Um, like, my dad. It's one of his favorite musicals when he was, I I don't know, growing up. I guess I do yeah. remember seeing it at your guys' house with like Gene Wilder playing the fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's like the version I grew up on. Yeah, and I. I think it's just because I'm really accustomed to that version. Yeah. That I didn't like this one as much. Uh, and they, I, I am kind of with you. I'm on the same boat as you. Obviously, we were both raised on that that musical. But I've also read the children's novel it's based off of. Yeah. Which fits in more. Like the movie leaves out quite a bit of the characters from the book. Where in the movie, in this animated movie. It includes, like, they're all part of that whatever they do at the end. But, like, I think they could... I just didn't like the direction they went with it. There were some parts I really liked. There were some, like, cool flashback sequences that were more reminiscent of the the musical version that I really liked. Yeah. But other than, like, I didn't include it on my list. Um, 
but I it was it was good. I just didn't like some of the the new take they had on it or yeah. like the new portions they added to it. I wasn't very fond of. So like the newer the the new movie that came out is more closely related to the book. Or is, yes and no. It's got more of the book elements in it, but it's not more closely related. Oh, okay. The book still plays out more like the musical does, where the little prince travels from planet to planet and meets more people. And it's just more of those people are in the animated movie than in the musical. Okay. All right on. Um. So yeah, but I would I recommend checking out the Little Prince. It's definitely good mm-hmm. for it's yep. all all uh, all ages story. Yeah. So if you have kids, I think they'd really enjoy it. It's got a good cast too. Like yeah, Paul Rudd is, does a voice, and uh, oh shit, what's his face? Um, Jeff Bridges does the voice of the pilot. Yep, yeah, nice. it's good stuff. Yeah, um, my number eight is Star Trek Beyond, the third entry. High five, mine as well. <laughs> oh my oh. god, same list, same list. This is the last time we have a family member do this. <laughs> Next year, we should just get Blake face to see what he's doing. That'd be amazing. What? So we can hear him review all of the nun movies he's seen. Yeah. yeah. Slept through it. <laughs> what movie did you stay awake through? None of them. <laughs> well, that's well, the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Blake. Um, Star Trek Beyond, I thought it was a solid entry in uh, the Star Trek franchise. Like, it felt fresh, even though it's a third one in. Like, yeah. it uh, definitely shook things up. It wasn't uh, the Spock and Kirk show like it was in the last mm-hmm. two. Even though I really dug the last two movies. Same. And it's like a franchise that I forget that keeps, that, that's like just hanging out there. And it's good. Yeah. And like, I'm not beholden to Star Trek. Yeah. And so like, I don't care if they take liberties with it at all. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people are because they hated that second movie. I thought the second movie was fine. Yeah, yeah it was same. fine. I liked it. But I really liked the shakeup of the third one where they have uh, the focus on like Bones, Scotty, and Scotty, yeah, and like all these other characters. And uh, I, I just liked that shakeup. It was fun. Good little action flick, too. Right. Like, it yeah. was just solid. Yeah, mo- like really fun all the way through, is yeah. how I would yeah. put it. And it was like. And. It kind of worried me, like, J.J. Abrams wasn't directing this one, so you, I was kind of, like, wary at the start, but Simon yeah. Pegg kind of took the helm, and he did, I thought he did a great job yeah. finishing yeah. it out. I, I thought, agree. I had a lot of respect for it, because it's like, I felt like, like, the first Star Trek was, like, a, like a season premiere, and, like, start, and, like, the other one was, like, a season finale, and this one just felt like... Like, one of those episodes you see where it's, like, in the middle somewhere, where, like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of stakes, but it's still, like, a fun adventure. Yeah. And there's not a lot of movies that do that anymore. Like, this one actually feels like one you can watch without having without having to know, like, all this backstory. Right. Like, it's yeah. just, like, yeah. here's that's, a yeah. space crew that's doing this adventure and have fun. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. Just, like, another yeah. adventure they went on. Not, like, some epic finale or whatever they're trying to put through. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I agree with you I, guys. I, I looked at it, and I was thinking of putting it on my list, but there was so much other stuff that I wanted to put on, so. Right. It's, it's one of these, I think, that's on here that's, I think, maybe out, right? Is that out already? I would imagine it would be. I think it's out on DVD and stuff, yeah. Might have just yeah. came out, like, before the holidays, but I haven't seen this one again. I have but not I kinda, either. I kind of want to check it out again to see if it holds up to yeah. what mm-hmm. I still remember. Yeah, so that was number eight. 
Right on, guys. Well, it's both your number eights, so, <laughs> so I'll go. Uh, my number eight is uh, Nocturnal Animals. Heard about this one. I didn't never, see it. I and, never uh, saw it either. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, like this movie wouldn't even be anywhere near my list if I didn't have somebody to discuss it with because it's one of those... It's one of those movies where, like, you have... It's so uh, interpretational. Sure. Where, like, the more you talk about it with people, like, the more you're into it. Like, uh, like me and Molly saw it, and it's, like, there's so many theories you can just base around it. Because, uh, like, uh, for those that haven't seen it, it's basically, like, this woman uh, gets a book from her ex-husband... And he's an author, and he writes his book about... And he says it's about their relationship. And it's... It, the movie's not about relationship in general. It's about, like, a guy whose wife is abduct, Whose uh, wife and daughter are abducted. And then, like, the trials and tribulations from there. But, um... Like, you watch... You, like, you see this story through her eyes. And then you see her reacting to it. And it's kind of... You kind of have to, like, piece together, like... What does this mean? What does this mean? And then... They even show, like, flashbacks to their relationship where it's, like, like okay, what in the book symbolizes this? Or does this symbolize that? Like, there's so much, there's so much interpretation to it where it's, like the, like, the more you talk about it with people that have seen it, like, the more, like, it kind of, like, flourishes. And I, mm. like, that's why I want, like, I, I want more people to see it where it's, like, this is what I thought about it. Because it's really up there as, like... You can take it any way. Right. Hmm. Is that still out in theaters right now? Um, I don't know if it's in theaters anymore. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it, it is. Because it came out, like, way under my radar. And yeah. by the time I yeah. knew it was out, I think it might have been already on its way out. Yeah. But it's just, it's one of those movies where, like, if you don't talk about it, then it's like, yeah, it was pretty good. But, like, the, when you talk, I saw it like this, and you're like, holy fuck, like, how'd you get there? And then, like, <laughs> and then, like, you, like, go through, like, you go through, like, the inner workings of the movie, and you're like, Holy shit, that's a completely different movie that I did not see, and now I want to watch it again. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So it's really interesting to watch. Right so on, like that's why that's like I didn't have like a lot of like um like uh like personal stake in it, so it wasn't like Yeah, it was a cool story, but so that's why it's like just my number uh eight. Mm-hmm. But uh no, it it was it's it's really fun, especially to like if you're gonna get like a group together and discuss it afterwards. It's really fun. Cool. Good freaking deal. Maybe we should uh, do it after it comes out on, like, Blu-ray or something. There you go. Do a, do a show on it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good. That'd be good. Hell yeah. Um, moving on to number seven. Ironically enough, Chelsea's number seven is Magnificent Seven. Whoa. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. No, I never saw it either. You know what? Magnificent Seven is pretty fun. Like, nice. it doesn't do anything super special, but is a super fun, like, action-y, western movie that uh, I really think anybody could enjoy. Like every like Denzel's in it, he's pretty good. Chris Pratt's in it, he's pretty charming. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it, I think he's pretty great. Uh, so yeah, I, cool. I, I I don't know. I think it was pretty good. It's not on my list, but after she put it on hers, I was like, oh, the, you know what? That that was pretty decent. Like it just yeah, it looked really fun. Yeah, it it was just a fun movie, fun summer flick. So. Yeah. If you were it, if you see it like on TV or something, or are you available to rent, like I would definitely recommend renting it. Like nice. it wouldn't be, it Doit. wouldn't be a bad pick. Um, my number seven is uh, "Don't Think Twice," the Mike Berbiglia oh, movie. I want to see that so bad. I never, I never um, saw it either. 
It's uh, out on VOD right now. I, I, it's available to buy on DVD right now. Okay. It just came out like maybe a week or two ago. <coughs> but it's um, a movie about these group of improvers. Um, and one of them gets called up to their, well, the movie's universe, like version of like uh, Saturday Night Live mm. called Weekend Live. And it shows like how when that person gets called up, how it affects their group dynamic. Because everyone's got a different frame of reference to it. And it's really good. Mike Birbiglia, I think I said on a previous show, but like, Mike Birbiglia has like a very, he he directs movies very well. And he makes the profession of comedy really sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> lot like, of his stuff seems like that. But yeah. I love it. I love his comedy. I, yeah. I love anytime he makes an appearance on anything, like. Anytime he's on a podcast, I make sure to listen, and I love his stuff. No. I think it's I watch really like smart. his stand up because his stand up isn't really like stand up per se. It's more like those like college lectures you sit on, sitting on, or it's like somebody who's like been through something. Yeah, yeah. He's or so, it's like it's never. It's not like completely funny, but it makes you think. Right. Like his one of his last few specials, he pretty much tells like a long. 45 minute story. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. just like has a punchline at the end, which is like funny, sad, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, how did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Overloaded. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I love them. Especially like, like I don't listen to every Pete Holmes podcast because sometimes Pete Holmes is a little much. Yeah. Ugh. But Pete Holmes and Mike Birbiglia are super good friends. Yeah. And so every time they're on, it's a hilarious podcast. Shit. Because oh. Mike Birbiglia is tearing Pete Holmes down the whole podcast. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, don't nice. think twice. I would recommend definitely seeing this. I definitely cool. want to look into it. I'd There's a lot out. of like really good people in that, too. Like, uh, yep. Um. What is it? Keegan Michael Key's in it. He's and, like uh, one of the leads. And Jillian uh, 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 Anderson. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gillian Jacobs is in or, it. Yeah, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of like really good people are in it, and I want to check it out for sure. Yeah, it's nice. good. I would recommend it for sure. My number seven is Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, I want to see that too. It's good. Uh, it's a little animated feature. Uh, that has like, I know all I can think of is Matthew McConaughey as a voice in it, but it's like a very interesting, like premise to the movie. And it's not something I'd seen before. It's got like mysticism and stuff built into it. And it's kind of got like Asian influences in it. And like this kid like controls like origami with like this, like guitar sitar type thing or whatever that instrument is. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of like a, a touching story. Like, of him, like, just trying to, like, help his mom and save his mom and do all this stuff while he can do, like, kind of, like, it's not overly supernatural, but, like, it's just enough to kind of, like, throw that little interesting, like, touch into. And it's got a cool art style, too. It kind of looks yeah, like, I like Coraline. Yeah, or yeah like I like the way it looks. That way. Um, but it's really good. I would definitely check it out. I never saw that one. Like, I... Wasn't really interested from the trailers I saw, and then it came out, and then everyone said it was great. And mm. I'm like, is it, though? <laughs> and then I guess, like, it still is. It's on yeah. people's top ten list. Because mm. good. Even, like, uh, movie reviewers that I, like, look at YouTube and stuff, like, it's on their top ten list, too. So, mm. right on, man. Right on. <sighs> okay, here's my number seven, guys. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My number seven is uh, Captain America Civil War. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty... Which I figure you guys would probably have pretty high in your list. <laughs> it's on my list. It's <laughs> it's also on my list. Maybe but, higher than number seven. Um, Quite a bit higher than number seven. <laughs> my reasoning is... Uh, I'm getting a little burnt out on comic book movies in general. So unless... Oh my. Unless it's something that's like very... Unless it, like, expands the universe of what a comic movie is, it doesn't really... I kind of get over it. All right. And I, I I love Civil War. Like, it's my number seven. Sure. It's, it's still in the top, top, top ten. ten. It's in the top ten. Like, I still like it. It's just that, like... And I love that the fact that they establish, like, this whole uh, inner argument, not between... Not only just between, like... The people in the movie in general, but the audience even like Team Cap, like Team Captain America and Team Iron Man, like that's really cool. Right. But I feel like in terms of a comic movie, they don't really journey outside of like what the universe, what other potential the universe has. Like another one that's on my list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- I'll talk about this a-, a little bit right now, but I also want to bring it up a little bit later. Yeah. Um. I feel like Captain America Civil War was a super solid entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of what they got going on. Because not only was it like a Captain America movie, which it did focus a lot on him, but it also incorporated a ton of other characters. And by this point in the franchise, they have so much going on. And it could have been a fucking total mess. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. And they introduced more characters. <laughs> and I never felt like anybody had a lack of screen time. No. And I felt like the action was solid. And it was just all around surprising, like, how good it was. But I don't want to say a ton more. Yeah. But, like, I... I thought it was. I'll, I'll I'll just end it with this, like that. That it was. That is true. Like it, it. Like it's still. I love it. It's still a really good movie, but it's also something that we've seen done in Avengers, and Avengers. Well, not not so much Avengers two because I, I don't think Avengers two was as solid as Avengers, but it's like I, I appreciate something that takes the genre and expands on it more instead of taking something that's been done and just doing it. Like, better than it was done. And I feel like there's another movie out there that's considered, like, a comic movie that did do that. Okay. That I put up above that. Okay. Legit. Solid argument. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate you. Good. <laughs> I was legit worried. There's a few texts I got this week that made me worried that we're going to get into a fist fight after <laughs> like, this. Like, as I was making my list and I put this as number seven, I was like... God, why can't it be higher? Please be higher. <laughs> well, the the uh, jury is still out on whether I hate you or not. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, moving on to number six. Chelsea has Star Trek Beyond mm. as her number six pick. All mm-hmm. right. Talked about a little Talked bit there. Um, my number six pick is Doctor Strange. <laughs> Same, same list, same list. (laughs) Jesus Christ! This is fucking really blowing my mind. I know we did not compare (laughs) lists beforehand. Stop being related. (laughs) Um, 
Doctor Strange was a solid entry into Marvel's canon of movies. Yep. Um, I really liked the visuals it got going on. I liked Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. The I felt it had a few weak points, definitely with like Cassilius as like the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like though that they did set up Baron Mordo to be a villain in future installments of this franchise where they haven't done that before in a Marvel movie, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot of stuff I really like. I like the last action scene of this. It, um, solid entry into yep. the Marvel I franchise. would say this suffers from what Joel was speaking about for Civil War more than Civil War does, if that makes any more sense. How so? Like, <laughs> I think this felt more like a typical marvel movie than civil oh, war did sure i mean captain uh, uh, the the pro- thing with captain america that I had for it is that it had all those characters that we know from all those past movies and so like it kind of would get shooting horned in there but i think dr strange felt a little bit more i don't know little cookie paint by numbers yeah paint by numbers but i like that they didn't beat around the bush with it like the origin happens within the first 10 minutes, sure. essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that, I was like, you know what? I'm glad they're just kicking this into, like, yeah, full throttle I did like, like right away. Too, yeah. um, I didn't have, like, a big problem with Cassilius. Like, I don't think as much as you did. I I liked him quite a bit. I think I had more of a problem with the bigger villain. Like, oh, I sure. liked it, but... Eh, I wish they could have... I wish they did it differently, but I do like how it all... I like how that portion resolved but i think there uh, yeah other than a few missteps here and there yeah yeah going with what you said joel like getting tired of like the formula of all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that's that's what i'm getting at with like Cassilius. like if you go in mm-hmm. and you're like you keep searing like marvel does the same thing over and over again and if you watch dr strange it's yeah it is it's the same yeah. thing like, with a different character, tweak, like, a different origin or whatever. But, like, they do have, like, a thing. Like, I never used to believe this, that, like, Marvel had, like, weak villains. Because, like, I thought they were fine. Yeah. But, like, this one I feel like is even the weak, like, even weaker than, like, Malekith than, like, Thor 2. Yeah. yeah. So, I was like. I thought he was on par with Malekith-ish. Even, I would say Cassilius was even a, probably a little bit better. Because oh, yeah. I felt like his... I I got I understood his intentions more than Malekith. Mm. Okay, and he was I guess he wasn't evil for no reason, like Obadiah <laughs> Stane or something like that. It just goes crazy for or, no yeah, reason. Yeah, like Darren Cross, Ob- Obadiah Stane, like those. Oh, guys. I'm angry. Yeah, they just go crazy. Like of course, oh, it was the Pym particles, or it was this or that, like whatever. But like, I felt he actually had an agenda that I could. That okay. I saw. Yeah. yeah. All right. I but that, that. But other than that, yeah. It's still like, on a top ten list. It's, it's yeah. still number six for two <laughs> of us, at least. JT, what's your number six? Unless you had anything else to add. Oh, no, no. I'll get into it later. Great. Uh, my number six is Rogue One. Oh, right Ooh, on. Right. Uh, like, the only reason that Rogue One beat out Civil War is because I have more of a fondness towards Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. But I feel like my... my Argument with Civil War is my same argument with Star Wars, where they do kind of go with the same formula. It ju- I just feel like because Star Wars is just a one year, like a once a year thing, and now Marvel's turning into more of like a three times, three a year. to four times a year thing. Like I <laughs> yeah. feel like it's more of a fresh, like a fresh formula. Like it'll get older 
Uh, and really, this is only their second entry in yeah, recent history. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I, there was so many things in it that I loved, and but there was also things where I was like, yeah, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> like the Grand Moff Tarkin being shown over and over <laughs> again in his weird uh, virtual face. <laughs> but I love the idea of creating a story, creating a story around like uh, an unnamed ragtag group of people that did yeah. something great that drew that uh built onto the actions of the movies we all know and, and love and had a, like a significant impact <laughs> yeah you know yeah. yeah and like you don't know these people you don't know their names but they're significant and like that's like a testament to like like everyday people that do yeah great things yeah that you never know of but they do these things that that lead to these great events. Right. And I feel like it's a testament towards that. And I, I love that idea of that movie in general. Yep. Yep. I definitely, if, um, I can, well, I'm just going to go right ahead right now. My number five movie is rogue one. All right. Gotcha. Um, for the same, like I feel the same way you do, but, uh, I, the movie I felt started kind of slow, but it really ramped up near the end. And it is a great companion piece to a new hope. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, it, it made me want to watch it instantly. Right away. Like, yeah. it, the ending is solid, for sure. But mm-hmm. there's a few, like, things that, like, there's unnecessary characters, really, in this movie. Yeah. The pilot? Who cares about the pilot? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. him out of there. Yeah. They're... Like, everybody else really had a time to shine. Guys, but, like... can we just say fuck the pilot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, Bodie, I think is his name. Yeah. My problem is, is like, I got him and Diego Luna mixed up, like, initially, right away. <laughs> sure. Uh, I have Rogue One higher on my list. Um, I actually, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, th- yeah, I, I, I'll, pr- I'll just touch on it, I guess, more now, I guess, since we're kind of, it's all here, I guess. Um, I didn't, like... I know some people had a problem with Grand Moff Tarkin, like, in his face. Like, I think, yeah, maybe they should just recast some of those people. kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the podcast. But after a while, like, I didn't mind it. Like, I liked it. kind of settled into it. Yeah, like, after I was like, you know what? It looks pretty darn good for what it is. And, like, I love that they added that character because he's such a power player in A New Hope. So... I like that part of it. Um, I think there could have been some better, like a little bit better character development, but they had a lot to go with. But I think you probably could have consolidated some characters into others and this and that. Um, but I, I, I loved it. Like I liked it quite a bit. Um, and yeah, that's what I got. Right on, man. Yeah. I, I agree. I love that Grand Moff Tarkin was in it. I just don't wish... He, I just wish he wasn't in it as much. Like, I feel yeah. like the minute you let studios be like, good enough, that's when they start getting way lazy about yeah, things. It, yeah. Like, he was... Like, that first scene he was in, if he was just in that... That was... That would been awesome. Oh my god, perfect. Yeah. But like... Like, as Neil, maybe he settled into it. Like, I felt like the more he was in, I'm like... But you realize this isn't, like, spot on, right? And he's <laughs> yeah. still in this. Like, yeah. can you, like, hide it in shadow a little more yeah. or something? Like, yeah. Or they could have just had, like, um, what's his face? Krennic take more of his, like, 
I don't want to sure. say take his lines, yeah. but like yeah. give him some of the things to say that he would have said and be like, oh, yeah. he said this or this yeah, or yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or Troy brought up the, the really cool idea of like doing the hologram. Yeah. Like having yeah. a fucking hologram. Yeah. Like, I mean, like that's spot on. You might right. as well because they're not perfect holograms in this world anyway. Right. They're kind of blurry and, and stuff. Glitchy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that would, yeah, that would have been an actually a really good, a really good addition to that. That would have been cool. Um, yeah, I liked it. Chelsea's number five is Zootopia. Oh. It's actually one that I haven't seen. Like, I was actually kind of disappointed when I made my list because I realized that I haven't seen like a ton of animated stuff this year. Like, mm. I missed out on Kubo. I actually missed out on Zootopia, even though you can catch on Netflix right now. Yeah. And I think I missed out on uh, Moana too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck! I don't know if they would have hit my list or not." But sure. I was kind of bummed I didn't see them so they could even like judge on there. But sure. She uh, thought Zootopia is really good. She was talking about it in the car ride, even actually over back home. So yeah. she, uh, I have that on my list, still too. Oh, and right I can get on, into man. that. It's also on my list. I can as get well. into that too. All right. Uh, um, you said your number five. Yeah, I said uh, yeah. Rogue One. Rogue okay. One. My number five is Ten Cloverfield Lane. Right on. Loved it. Pretty sweet. I still haven't seen that yet. I either. wanted to. I wanted to throw a horror movie in there, and this is kind of like, yeah, it's more of a suspense. It's not super horror, and it gets kind of sci-fi and stuff. But it was between like The Witch and that, and I was like, you know, I enjoyed Ten Cloverfield Lane a lot more. John Goodman is awesome. Yeah, like he needs more work. Like just give that <laughs> yeah. guy work. Uh, yeah, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane's really good. Uh, just a really good thriller, and like unnerving in some spots yeah cool yeah it, i would definitely check it out if you're into suspense horror stuff um the end might throw you a little bit but other than that yeah. like i it's flipping cool it's a just a three piece set cast yeah and it's they they do very good and then there's some things that you're like holy shit i can't <laughs> believe that happened <laughs> and then holy shit i can't believe john goodman did it to that guy i know i totally <laughs> <laughs> are, are we still doing the non <laughs> yeah. I, I I haven't seen. I have no idea what you're talking about. But no, so. I, I I totally agree with Neil. Like this is this is that that one movie that I saw where I was like, God damn! What I wish is wish we were doing like a top fifteen or something. <laughs> yeah. I would totally put this in that. And but this I one, totally I I fucking love this movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. And this one, de- I'm surprised I even saw this. This one flew in under the radar. It got. It was such a re- like a close release date to when they were like, oh, oh hey, dude. Ten Cloverfield Lane's coming out like tomorrow, didn't you know? <laughs> the, like, yeah, the marketing was fucking awesome for this shit. Yeah, because like they put out a trailer like maybe like a month before it, it came out, been a month. and it was so fucking cool. Yeah, and like the trailer came out and it was so interesting. Like you didn't know what the fuck was going on, and they put Cloverfield on the end where you're like. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is this not, why is this not a thing? Yeah. Exactly. Like, there was, oh, it was spot on, like, perfect fucking bar- marketing for this. Like, I yep. love that. Yep. Man. Check it out. This guy's hyped the shit out of that movie. <laughs> it's really good. It is. I, it I'll is. have to let you borrow it. I think I'm I will gonna... agree with Neil that the end might throw you off because they do really, they do, like, they do keep it as like a guessing game through the most part of the movie. Yeah. And then the, and then at the very end they veer way off to a certain point where you're like, yeah. "Whoa, fuck." Yeah. Okay. It is like Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But I mean like if you can get through that then it's it's perfect. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Yep. And you may love it, you may hate it like the ending bit. But I think 
the you, you I wouldn't fault the rest of the the beginning the whole first whole yeah. portion of the movie. It's like for the it. first like three fourths of it is yeah. the, is is amazing or more. I would say probably ninety percent of it is um just uh, yeah. Awesome. I would say that yeah okay. yeah because it is like right at the fucking it's, end yeah exactly. and it's like what what yeah. is this yeah all right <laughs> shit I'm I'm gonna fucking see this movie see right quick yeah. <laughs> Uh, my number five is Doctor Strange. Oh, right on. Because like, uh, I get what you guys talk about with the formula and stuff, but I feel like with Doctor Strange, like with the action pieces, as opposed to Captain America, where the action pieces were bigger, every action piece in Doctor Strange was different. Yeah, it was yeah, all that's like good. everything was completely like every fight scene or every visual was just different in a certain way, and I appreciate it for that. Where like whereas Captain America made the the Marvel universe bigger, like uh, Doctor Strange expanded on it. Like they g- they gave you different aspects of it that made it more interesting, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it for that. And they also include characters that felt like uh, more human too. Like the the characters in Captain America are human, but they go through all these these crazy outlandish scenarios. Where they go through and they're so brave and they're so strong, and in, in this, like they actually humanize people. Like there's actually people with disabilities that are these powerful people, and there's there's an entity in this that seems like the most powerful person in the world, and they reveal this very human part of them right. that almost mm-hmm. drives the entire scenario of the movie altogether. Where you're like, yeah. fuck, like yeah, it, it it makes so many characters in this human, especially the ones that seem like the most powerful. And I feel like that this movie got its point across more than maybe Civil War did. Yep. Okay. I can get on board. Solid with that. argument. So, you know, All right. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange was that really tight movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending fight scene, awesome. still amazing. It, yeah, awesome. Fantastic. One of like the best like things I've seen like for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And I, the fact that then the fact that. Even though you said you didn't like the, the the big baddie of it, yeah, like the the way that he defeats him is not with brawn. It's no, with it's like yeah, that, his brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and my only problem is with that was like just their, I guess their view of him. I, I like I get why they may have made him look like he did, but I thought it was a little cliche and kind of eh, whatever. But the his yeah the way Doctor Strange right. deals with it is. Unlike anything you you would have guessed he would have done, yeah, and it's awesome. It's, and it, yeah, definitely nothing Civil War mm-hmm. did for sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it and it definitely sets him aside. It sets him apart from everyone else in the Avengers too. Yeah, whereas yeah. everyone would kind of go the more the more action packed fight scene route. He would take his time and actually concoct something that would actually create an event that would make it come out to his favor. Yeah, right on. Yeah, solid pick. Solid pick. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, number four, C. Danger has Civil War as number four well, for good. top favorite right. movie of the year. Uh, my number four is Deadpool. Actually, same list. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Holy shit! Stop fucking being related! <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, but yeah, Deadpool came out as a surprise to everyone this year. Was just to the point, made fun of fucking superhero movies while being a superhero movie, was rated R. Ryan Reynolds loves his character. He did what he 
he's like showed his vision of it mm-hmm. and it paid off in spades and it was definitely like a huge fun hit that I was glad that I partook in this year same uh, I agree um, extremely funny just I- I- exactly what Troy was saying like just great material taking itself not seriously whatsoever the other characters, the uh, tertiary characters they had in it, were all awesome. Yeah. I would think, like, all the characters in it actually were awesome. And the comments that they had on each of these characters were awesome. And yep. why some characters weren't in it, or why this house <laughs> doesn't look, why is it empty on the inside? <laughs> yeah. All that kind of stuff. Like, they didn't leave, like, any stone unturned. Like, when it came to, like, oh, here's a visual set piece that is obviously something, but we're not, we can't tell you that it's exactly that. Right. And they, they don't, like, let it go. Like, instead of saying, oh, that looks exactly like this big (laughs) vessel, they, they not only just show you it, but they make a reference that it, is that, but can't say it's that. Like, it's, th- and that's what's so awesome about that. And I think if you're really into, like, the superhero movies now, like, both the X Men and Marvel movies, like, it, it all is just one big payoff. Right. Um, my one kind of, like, definitely check it out. Like, it's awesome. My only one complaint is I think its watchability is not as good. As I want it to be. Oh yeah, it gets I, diminished on. Yeah, your... I just I think Ryan Reynolds' humor on this, like I want to watch it and have them have a different punchline all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like I just don't. I just think it kind of got it, the humor got a little old after. Like I've seen it probably three times, and by the third time, I'm like, it's still really good and funny at parts, but it's just like, eh, yeah. The same dick joke all the time is yeah. kind of like yeah. okay yeah okay <laughs> yeah that's the, but that's the only thing and that's it's very slight it's nothing really heavy about it it's it could get best picture we don't even know <laughs> WGA don't even know. best adapted screenplay you yep. don't know you don't know you don't know you don't know in that group of a bunch of other superhero movies <laughs> exactly you know of. Hidden figures and Arrival. fences. Fences. <laughs> uh, I will talk about it later. <laughs> All right, right on, man. Later uh, what was your number, oh, number my, four? Oh, oh yeah, that's right, because you guys had the same. <laughs> my number uncanny. four. My number four was the nice guys. Ooh. Oh, nice. I really, fu- especially on the second viewing, I really fucking enjoyed this movie. This is one that so much. I'm very upset I didn't get to see. We were going to see it in theaters <sighs> and missed it because it was in there for like a week. Yeah, yeah, a very short amount of it time. It is such a fucking fun movie. Yeah, like, like, like legit, like, this is like my favorite, my favorite, uh, uh, character Ryan Gosling has ever played. <laughs> like he is just I I, I didn't like Ryan Gosling, but like the like the way he plays like this, he's like very complicated. Like he's just he is such a fuck up, but then he's like a fuck up in like the best way. <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah. always stumbles onto like these like he's like a drunk Mr. Magoo. Like my talking about like, <laughs> in the fucking yeah. yeah. Like he's so good and fucking Russell Crowe just being like this big fat brute that just fucking like strong arms people like they complement each other so well and then the story is so outlandish like it it tries to it tries to like 
put together like uh, car emissions and porn <laughs> in one story <laughs> and like actually try and make it work and in some ways it does <laughs> and it's like fucked up yeah but I love it like it was such I had such a fun time watching this and like Shane Black's fucking writing and dialogue is so spot on like I can yeah. just watch I can watch him write for characters all day yeah I'm right there with you like I uh, fucking love this movie when we went to go review it this year like I was Super pumped that we did when it came out on DVD anyway or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I don't even hate, like, the kid actor of this either. Like, yeah, she she's pretty actually, great. Yeah, she actually adds a lot to it because she's kind of, like, the vessel that Ryan Gosling talks through where she's, like, he actually means this. And then she'll actually go out and, like, solve crimes for him while he's being <laughs> drunk at a party, like, falling down a hill. Yeah. So it's, like, his, like, special power is, like, his daughter's super smart. Yeah. And it's believable. Like, she's not, like, a child genius. Yeah. She's just, like, on her toes and just happens to be yeah. at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And very inquisitive. Like, she's always, like, <laughs> she always Excuse asks me. the right question to the right people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like, did you ever see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah. Like, it's really, it feels a lot like it could be in that same kind of universe. Yeah. Sweet. Like, it's so, it's really good. But the fact that, like, the backdrops, the 70s, like, almost adds, like, an entire element to it, too. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly. Really great. I gotta it's, see it. It's a great movie. Gotta yeah. see it. Really, really good. So that's my number four. Uh, number three. Chelsea has Doctor Strange as her number three. Very good. Pretty high up in there in that Wee! list. Yeah. She really enjoyed Doctor Strange. Um, my number three is Arrival, actually. Very nice. Uh, we talked to, you had it a little bit low on your list. Ten. Number ten. Uh, lowest. <laughs> the lowest point on a list, <laughs> on a top ten, it could be. Um, but I thought this movie was, uh, just to reiterate, um, really clever in its writing. I didn't like a l- one aspect right near the end, but I thought it was a really intelligent movie. And I know why a lot of people have this on their top, like, five or ten list Mm -hmm. of the year. It's really good. Everything is solidly cast. The story is smart. Like, I I like it a lot. Like, everyone would enjoy this movie. Yeah. It's not a big, huge, action-y blockbuster movie. It's just really good, and I'm glad they threw as much money at it as they did. It's really smart. Gotta see it. My number three is Zootopia. Yep. (laughs) Uh, One of the animated features that you should definitely check out. Uh, I think it's got a a great message, especially, like, kind of in the time that it was made and even now. Like, it's got, like, it approaches a very touchy subject, but in an animated way where, like, you have to be kind of looking for that connection, but it makes it, you know, obvious enough where it's like, wow... Like, that's pretty great. Yeah. And they were able to do it in a nice, PG, subtle way. And it was like, that's that's powerful for, like, just what an animated movie could do. And, and only, like, an animated movie could get away with that without being, like, just, I don't know, shit on by half of America <laughs> or something like that. But uh, it's very good. Uh, what's it? Um, Jason Bateman is born to voice a fox, in my opinion. <laughs> Chelsea uh, said the exact so same thing. So perfect. It's perfect. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Like, I don't... It, it, his wit and, like, his just tone and, like, uh, ca- cadence to his yeah. voice and everything 
is a fox and that's what he plays like <laughs> yeah. it's phenomenal and uh not only is the movie like have a good message but it's also really funny like it doesn't have like a ton of like adult humor like per se in it but like funny jokes like in it that are just like holy cow like you you did that and not having to do what sausage party did with it like mm -hmm. holy cow like good work on you there uh also but they have like a funny breaking bad reference in it too like oh, yeah, i heard about that which yeah. is like kind of threw you for a loop like you wouldn't get it like initially but then they start saying names like in, a, in the background on the phone and you're like and he's dressed like this and you're like Oh my God. Like that's just <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, but a uh, great, like very awesome voice cast for the entire film. Uh, like, as I was saying with Jason Bateman, like perfect choices for like a lot of those characters. Uh, I would, yeah, definitely recommend seeing it. Um, for sure. Uh, number will, three, top three. I will brush up on this later. Oh, oh I was oh, hoping we'd have the my. same list all bet. We were, <laughs> we're pretty close. There's what? a few that are pretty close because, like, because uh, you guys did uh, Doctor Strange like one, like one more than me. True that. And uh, my number three is Deadpool. Hell, oh, right on, man. My number three is Deadpool. I fucking I love a good satire. Yeah, and like yeah. satire is so fucking. You can fuck up satire real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real bad. And the fact that they actually took a character from a comic universe and made a satire around him, I thought was genius. Yep. yep. And I just I just love, like, all, of, like, the, the, the not, like, the subtle hints and nudges towards different things. Like, I've seen so many videos online where it's, like, Easter eggs in Deadpool, and it's like 30 minutes long. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, there's so much thought that goes into it, and that I I can't help but appreciate. And, like, Ryan, you can definitely tell Ryan Reynolds was, like, not only born to play this, but was, like, waiting and, like, like biting his fucking hands off, like, <laughs> gritting his teeth, like, Make, let me play the real Deadpool, you motherfuckers. Let me oh, play yeah. him. Yeah. Like, he was so perfect for it. And they just, they play on every trope and they fucking, uh, they comment on them. Like, I just, I, I think that's the one thing you have to do when, uh, when a friend, when like a certain type of movie is being played up so much is like, you just, you just have to like step back and make fun of it and be like, yeah, we know that it's a formula. We know it's ridiculous and we, we're aware of it. So here it is. And let's laugh at it yeah and then yeah. we can go back to actually enjoying it and right. that's and i think deadpool does that in spades with yeah. this and yeah. i love that yeah the one way deadpool could have messed that up if it was like brought to you by two of the six writers a scary movie or something like that <laughs> oh, then God, you know yes. the satire would have been a bad oh yes. yeah yes <laughs> but yeah i i really like that yeah fact that they took the freaking whole superhero trope and definitely just leaned into it mm -hmm. and just totally played on it. Definitely worked. Cause it movie. definitely needed that. Yeah. yeah. It totally needed and that. And it's perfect for the character too. Yeah. yeah. Which also helps its case. Yeah. And the marketing campaign for it was amazing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like oh the fact that God. you have a character that uh, embraces the fourth wall, mm -hmm. you can, there's the, the things you can do with it are like immeasurable. Right. You could go anywhere with it. Yeah. 
It's you can like great. film a live movie with Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Like just go like on Facebook Live and follow Deadpool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As he's going to Deadpool. <laughs> that would be a total Deadpool thing he would do. <laughs> That's so Deadpool. <laughs> oh shit. Good pick for number three, JT. Nice. I like it. Uh moving on to number two. See Danger on her list has Rogue One. A Star Wars story at number two. It's a high one. She really... Same list, Chelsea! Oh, same list! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, she super enjoyed this movie. Uh, Do you want to comment on it? That's my number two as well. Uh, I, yeah, kind of how we talked about it earlier. Like, I just, I, I love it. Like, I love how it fit into the Star Wars universe. I like that they did ended it the way they did it. Uh-huh. Like not only with the characters that they established in the movie. Like I'm glad that that's what they did with them because yep. like that's what they said they did with them and <laughs> yep. like no spoilers yep. or anything. And then the end leads directly into a new hope. Just makes you want to watch it, and I think it just makes it's good connective tissue. Yeah. I think, and it just, everything fits the universe right, and it's just a different side of the galaxy that you're not used to seeing. It's not the posh, high side, Jedi side, and it's yep. not, like, whatever, just mostly, like, the Imperial stuff that, the you know, like, the... Yeah, regular tri- blue-collar it is. It's blue-collar folks just making it by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dig it. Um, my number two is actually the nice guys. Whoa! Yeah, a little surprise. I really enjoy this movie probably more than you thought, JT. I blew me away. I um, <laughs> I was thinking when I saw had this on my list, I kept going back to it. I'm like, I really fucking like this movie. <laughs> so I kept like putting it up and up and up because I was gonna initially be lower, maybe about like seven or eight. I'm like. I would watch Nice Guys over that. I would watch Nice Guys over that. I would watch Nice Guys over that. And, yeah, it's definitely on my list. Like, Shane Black just nailed it. Like, yeah. rocked it out of the park. Like, it's really good. Like, I would definitely recommend Nice Guys. Good. And the son of a bitch still fits Christmas in there. <laughs> still does it. It's, yeah, it's really good. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before. So, yeah, Nice Guys is my number two. Did Iron Man 3 have Christmas in it? Yeah. It, it took place, like, right before Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. You couldn't tell because it's, like, in Hollywood where, well... No, no. It, like, Shane Black sets all of his Christmas movies, like, in California or in <laughs> yeah. L.A. So there's never, like, any snow. So there's, like, that scene, where, there's, like, a scene where, like, he flies in, like, the middle of nowhere and it's snowing. <laughs> you, it's funny that he does that because then you have to just verbally say that it's Christmas <laughs> or December 25th or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's work. decorating a palm um. tree with <laughs> lights. Well, uh, my number two is Zootopia. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Uh, I really, I, I, I love, like, I was so worried that I was going to pick another kid's movie as my number one. <laughs> because two years ago, I did a Lego right. movie. Yep. And last year, I did Inside, Inside Out. Out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, please do not. <laughs> I don't want to seem like this simple guy. Like, oh, you like kids' movies. I go to all the kids' movies. Yeah. But no, I, I had to put Zootopia really high up there, and I definitely put it at number two. So good. Because, like, not only, yeah, like, not only do they do what Neil, all, all the stuff that Neil talked about, but they fucking, like, created a world. Like, a world that works. Yeah. And they show how it, all of it works, where you're like, 
It works. <laughs> it fucking works. I don't know how it works, but it works. Yeah. You know? Like, it's perfect. Like, they show, like, like all these small things they do. Like, from, like, her train ride into Zootopia to just, like, her, like, chasing a criminal. They show how all these, even the smallest pieces of Zootopia, how it works. And it, it's, like, brilliant. Like, they created an entire world. And it was, it's, like, I think, like, that part of it is, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, even though I, I would probably choose Inside Out over this, I feel like this is more this is more designed for kids. Like, kids could find more more out of this than they could Inside Out. I would agree. Okay. I think Inside Out might have... It was a little bit too complex for maybe yeah. some younger audiences to like, understand. Yeah, it's too, it's too much over people's heads and, like... Where this, this has a message that, like... You, you where you don't have to say it out loud, but like it make it still makes sense. Yeah. Even then, you still have talking animals. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, and like an inside out. It's like here's a here's a talking green blob, and then you're like, <laughs> like there's nothing to cl- link to cling on to that. But within Zootopia, like everything is a talking animal, so it's like oh, look at the fox. Yeah, yeah. So like you still have something to cling on to with that, and I think in that sense it's a, it's it's a stronger movie. But I feel like Zootopia had like. Like or like Inside Out has like a such a fucking like thought out process. Like you, like I feel like people were like locked in a room for years thinking about that movie. There's so much fucking small shit in that. And I read an article not to get sidetracked, sidetracked, yeah, sidetracked on Inside Out. But I read that they were gonna originally have like ten different emotions in that movie. Oh, oh, I would. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. And that would have been wild, like yeah. just <laughs> over the top. Yeah. yeah. But no. Yeah. But like Zootopia number two, a solid number two, almost number one. There was one thing that hit me a little bit more on the emotion spectrum, but I will bring. Porn. I will get into that. Oh, later. porn parody. Of- <laughs> yeah. It Zootopia was, it was a porn BBS. parody. <laughs> yeah, it was a porn parody of BBS. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, we're moving on to the number, number one. one. Number one. This is the one everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> I've been trying to piece out what like yours is, and I Let's see should have been paying more attention to what you've already said. Yeah. <laughs> mm. we'll anyway, uh, Chelsea's number one movie of 2016 was Arrival. She really dug this movie. Yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, we brought it up before, but it's super smart. Like, she really dug it. She actually really enjoyed the ending that I might have nitpicked about um, with uh, JT. But, uh, yeah, she, it's... Can't emphasize it enough. It's super smart. Great movie. Like, definitely should purchase on Blu-ray or have in your collection. It's really great. Um, my number one is Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Same! <laughs> <laughs> Same list. <laughs> Same list. <laughs> Quit being related. <laughs> but yeah, um, we brought it up a little bit before, but uh, I feel like Captain America Civil War had everything almost going against it from having somewhat post-feed, like negative feedback from Avengers 2. Like yeah. a lot of people thought this was going to be like another kind of like weird, like, fucking i don't know like beat up a hundred thousand robo clones again yeah and it wasn't like it was smarter definitely got the audience fixated like whose side would you be on and the movie definitely made you switch sides maybe a few different times like 
I don't think oh. like personally I'm team Iron Man. I think you should like register with the government or whatever. Sure. What a fucking whatever. Asshole. <laughs> whatever tool. Oh, this is when you turn whatever it. tool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Yeah, let's go ahead and like wait for nine Congress hearings before we actually <laughs> attack a major alien that's trying to attack the world. Whatever, dude. All right, whatever. that's fine. That's, that's cool. fine. That's cool. Um, uh, I thought the action set pieces were amazing. Very good. Um, had the best fight scene, I think, of any movie all year. I In that agree. airport hangar scene. They added two additional characters to this whole roster. Yeah. Spider-Man and Black Panther. They didn't feel tacked on. Not at all. They definitely felt like an added thing. It made me care about Black Panther like more than I ever have ever. Yeah. It was a solid <laughs> Captain America movie. It was... Great. Like, as much as a mess that it could have turned out to be, oh it definitely wasn't. Was it not. Hit it out of the park. I love this movie. I agree. I just rewatched it uh, earlier this week, and the very, like, it gets to the, you know, the end portion of it, yeah. like, past, like, the big airport hangar scene, and you're like, it. It kind of takes uh, that little left turn, like, oh, they're going to go stop all the bad guys, and you think it's going to be like, ah, oh, here comes that beat-em-up we were expecting. Yeah. Not the case at all. And then there's a... He turns it on his head, uh, and then there was that point where I almost shed a tear watching it this time, <laughs> where Iron Man's like, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> That's a good scene. God. And I was like, I fucking love it. oof. Oh, man, they're <laughs> friends, man. Like, this is tough. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's so good. It was so good. It just made me so happy to watch. Yeah. Me, me and Molly were, like, cleaning my place, and I just played it in the background just to, like, just has, like, background noise or whatever. And I barely got shit done. Because I was just like, <laughs> God damn it. Why did it be so fucking good? Yeah. It's, it's, it has no reason to be this good. No. Yeah, it's it's. I it, just, just these these Russo bros like they they know it. I yeah. I know, and think they just like directed Community. Yeah, before this. I know. Like, right? What the fuck? <laughs> I said just... like me and Molly started watching Community, and I'm like, every time I see Russo bros at the end of every every <laughs> credits, I'm like, the fucking they did fucking Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm watching them like what I'm watching Chevy Chase getting thrown off a boat. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing is, like, I, I they've done really well with uh, the these last two Captain America movies. Like, I yeah. they've made them, like, literally within the top three of these superhero movies ever. Like, right. in general. Like, they've done it really well. But they've done it on this Captain America scale. Like, I know they're doing the first and... They're, are they doing Infinity They're War? They're doing Infinity War, and I think they might be signed on to that last Avengers movie, okay. which is yet to be named, sure. that they, I think. Okay. Um, I'm curious to see how well they're going to do that. Because yeah. it, it doesn't seem like it's in the same playground as like these Captain America movies are. It's so not like, as grounded. It's not as like a political. Yeah. Well... Maybe it is like I don't know. Maybe but... they, if they did something inter- like an interesting twist on it, we'll have to see. But I'd be I'm I'd be curious to see how they take this really grand top yeah. thing on, and that definitely been... like space epicy kind yeah. of like idea. Who know? Like, is it going to be in space? Is it going to be on Earth? Like, yeah. Who knows? Oh shit, Brody man, Brody, <laughs> Ooh, that also got me. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> 
Yeah. Watch Captain America Civil War. It's it's everyone's seen it. It made a billion it's dollars. Why you what? It, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> watch go it. check it out. It's a Potter Bros. number yeah, one yeah. movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the only people that have not, have not seen it yet are people that are in a coma or too old to know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was our number one. All right. Well, my number one. So I know you're chomping at the bit. I am. Like, I feel like I should guess it by now. So you have no idea. I can't think of it. Like, I should have been paying more attention. No idea at all. Let me... Can I give you... Is it Central Intelligence with The Wait. Rock? It, it, it totally... <laughs> <laughs> is it Swiss Army Man? It is totally Swiss Army Man. No! Oh God! The one I fucking forgot! <laughs> I fucking... Like, Swiss Army Man is that one movie where I saw it and I was like, Yeah, that was good. And then it, like, germinated in my head <laughs> for months on end where I just, every time, like, I just, it like, I just, I can't fucking get over this movie. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Like, like, especially after seeing Passengers last week, there's so many, there's so many movies and so many franchises out there that play it safe. Yep. And this is the one movie where they were like, we know people are going to fucking hate this. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go balls out and we're going to tell the story we want to tell. What blew my mind about it when I first heard about the movie is that like critics were walking out on it. Yeah. Right. Did you guys, like and when I watched I was like what the fuck did they walk out they for? They would have had to walk out on the like first 5 minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Because Cause it like, gets... like like this movie does not like they present a lot of stuff that would like get people to like chuckle or like sneer yeah. or whatever but they give you the craziest fucking scene of that in the first five minutes yeah and i would and that it blows my mind that they would walk out on like if it was like the fart humor in that like that's literally the topic of the movie like when <laughs> yeah. you think about it as yeah. a whole like yeah. that's one of the messages that that movie tries to get across is like those people are the ones that need to grow up. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like the fact that they walked out on it is the message of this movie. Like, it's like yeah. legit the message of this movie, where it's like it's supposed to question your ideas of like, like all this established stuff of like what's proper and improper, and then like why is it? Yeah, because they do. That's the ongoing discussion of the whole thing, and it's the whole idea of like. If you're a, if you're like this weird person, like would you let people bring you down? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's why it, like it struck me so hard because I'm like I don't strike myself as a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of like normal qualities to myself. You're Captain got a few Mer- eccentricities too. I have I'm very I'm thinking I'm I'm a very eccentric person. Your Civil War was number seven. So I know right <laughs> like I'm I'm totally weird. But like I feel like this movie just caters to people like that where it gives them that. That that outing where it's like it's okay to be different and like yeah. that's there's so like especially like that that ending where they uh, where it, it seems like everything's falling apart because people are judging him mm-hmm. and then he finally accepts himself for who he is like I love all of that like mm-hmm. this whole movie is just like one big accept yourself for who you are and like whatever happens. Whatever happens, happens, and whatever people think about it, hap- well, they, they'll think about it. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to change their opinion on things. And exactly. And yeah. Exactly. Like, and this is, like, my favorite role of Daniel Radcliffe's ever. 
Fuck Harry Potter. Ever! <laughs> yeah, exactly! <laughs> Fuck Harry Potter. Like, he was amazing in this. And he played a fucking dead body. I yeah. don't know. Did you see Now You See Me too? <laughs> I did. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm kidding. Sorry, not. Just kidding. Uh, no, I would. I am trying to think of something that he's better in. And it's hard to think of something. Yeah, he was in that one series that I can never remember. Oh, Doctor's of. Notebook. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was, was better in this than he was in Doctor's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, strangely, I liked him in that. Uh, I liked him as Igor in that Frankenstein movie. I never that saw that good, movie, but that was weird. That it wasn't terrible. No, but yeah, like this is a, a a very good role. Like me and my wife were talking about just Daniel Radcliffe in specifically, and we're like. You know, some people get really pigeonholed into, like, one movie franchise. Yeah. And you think he would be forever Harry Potter. Oh, and I do not think of him yeah, that way. Because as soon yeah. as he was out, he made sure he wasn't pigeonholed in that shit. Yeah. He would did, like, plays where he was fucking buck naked with a horse. Yeah. Like, he did yeah. a bunch of just avant-garde shit. Like... He did like Shia LaBeouf stuff, but did it perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like he did a movie, like he did like another movie that I really liked called Imperium, where it was just like he like actually like focused on like Nazis, where they were like they seem like cool people, they're just really racist. <laughs> <laughs> like they actually like actually actually like oh, yeah. focusing on people, where it's like that that like, their one bad quality is their. Horribly homophobic racist. <laughs> like outside of that, Otherwise, they're really nice people. They're pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like everything about Swiss Army Man is just like the like, like as you said in the beginning, like the music, like it blends in with like what they're doing in the in the moment. Yeah, yep. and it's and it's the music is literally just them too. Yeah, like just going bum 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 bum. Yeah, just doing. But like they a, find a way to make it epic too. It's so good. Like the score just like rises to where you're like. I'm really into what they're doing. Yeah. And it's just them making fucking noise with their fucking mouth. <laughs> I know. It's so yeah, sweet. It's good. And I'm like, uh, like it's like the more the more I let this like movie like wash over me, the more I was excited about it and the more I loved it, and that's why I made it my number one. That's great. Good the, I think it's a good choice for number one. The Daniels. Is that I know who directed it? The, the Daniels. Da <laughs> I yeah. wish they would make more shit because they look like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I want more directors that look they will not give a fuck. Yeah. I would yep. definitely take more movies like this in 2017. This is exactly. a great movie. Yeah. Like, especially after seeing Passengers, where they take such a fucking bullshit route. Yeah. Like, mm. if the Daniels would have made this, they would have, like, made it where it's like, yeah, they're they're dead and they're farting corpses in space. And <laughs> we're going to make great. it work to where it's like, um, it, it still has an amazing theme. <laughs> what if that was the Daniels' shtick? Is that everyone was a farting corpse? <laughs> All right, then I would not like them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well that was awesome guys everyone's yep. top 10 list was pretty great especially Neil's because it was really close to we mine we have fucking bad 50% of our list was exactly god the same. damn you <laughs> but you know what JT your list was amazingly 100% yeah. you like I wouldn't expect your list to be any different like wow what a yeah. great guy what a and what amazing picks on yours too, because like you had a lot of stuff that I never seen, or like it's not on my list at all, and I want to go see right now. So. Yeah, right on. You did it. That. I thought it was being. Uh, I thought you were being condescending, but then you turned it around at the end. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, other than these fucking thirty movies we saw this year, mm -hmm. is there anything else that you've been into in the beginning of twenty seventeen? 
Dinosaur Neil, I'm going to turn it to you. Ah, stinking, and you went to me first. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, recently, uh, I've started, I've watched, I'm a little bit more halfway through Westworld. Uh, I've started Fargo, which is also good. Uh, that's all in 2017. I do like those shows a lot. Um, I wouldn't say I Westworld is my favorite show. But uh, it's it's good nonetheless. How uh, far are you into Westworld? I am five or six episodes in. Um, Tandy Newton just caught the bird when she woke up in that with when the guy was like messing around with the. Uh, did you see it? Did I'm only in Westworld? episode three. I probably won't finish the series. Talk, talk to me at the end of episode seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. My thing oh. is, I've heard it, like, I, my problem with it now is that, like, some of these things I just don't care about. And there's are, there's questions that I have that I think you don't need to ask to get the show, but I'm asking anyway. Like I think that I was in the same route. With, okay. Like, with, I don't know. They, I, they do tie it all up in the, like, despite, like, even though it's a J.J. Abrams, like... Linda thing Locke where you're thing. like, oh yeah. fuck, oh my god, is smoke this, monster. Is this oh, really no. gonna? No, and they actually do tie everything up at oh, the end where it's monster. like, okay, now I I can see where you were going. Okay, that is that's one thing I've been wanting to finish uh, for sure. <clears throat> and then beyond that, I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three video game. If I heard it's really good. It's very good. Um, it's confusing, I think, if you're not. It's got a completely separate lore to it so it's not like it's still set in that old kind of like lord of the ringsy type thing where it's fantasy where you're essentially just a monster hunter for hire sure and it's really cool uh like the gameplay in it is my favorite part of it like you actually have to strategize to like you have to know what you're getting into like say you're gonna go and fight like a griffin you have to like you actually have a bestiary where you're like, okay, a griffin, I fought one before, so I know what it is, and I've discovered these weaknesses about it. Mm. So, like, it's keen to not having fire in its face, and I have an oil that I've concocted to put on my sword to do more damage towards this type of enemy. Oh, right on. Like, Very it's, nerdy review. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would That's say, like, really in-depth. If Yeah, like, if you like that in-depth nature of, like, I have to know what I'm getting into, or I will get stomped, like... Not it's not like Dark Souls difficulty where you're just like fuck this game, <laughs> rage fuck <court>. life. Like <laughs> it's not like that shit. Like it it has a little bit of forgiveness to it, but like it rewards you a lot more for knowing what you're getting yourself into, and I love that. The lore is interesting once you kind of get a grasp of it, but it's all based off this Polish fantasy novel thing. Okay. And I never played the first two Witchers, so like you're kind of like you're losing out on some of the character arcs that like are like you meet a character and you're like, Oh, remember this, this, and this. And you're like, nah, no, nope. don't at all. <laughs> Shut up old man. <laughs> exactly. But, um, I would definitely check it out. Like I, I've had no problem just jumping into it and being like, this is really fun. But, um, I would, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that lately. Right on, man. Right on. Um, I've actually been into quite a bit of stuff this last week because I've been sick from work. So I've just been staying at home and doing a lot of stuff, catching up on stuff. Right. Um, I watched, actually, Hail Caesar last night to try to fit in one more 2016 movie. Didn't yeah. make the list. 
<laughs> oh, okay. but I came up with something today that I think that would made the movie great. Like, what if Shane Black directed Hail Caesar? <laughs> I don't think it would have been in the same like time genre, but yeah. Like, I don't what, think, like, I what if he like took everything like... that was about this movie, but just Shane Black directed it? I think it would have been pretty great. I think it would have been like definitely a twist on the movie. What? Are, what's it's... another Coen Brothers movie? Uh, Fargo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fargo was great, but like, yeah, Fargo was like, Fargo, did, Big Lebowski. Okay. Okay. Did like, you? This is definitely like, like I feel like Hail Caesar is like a Big Lebowski of like 1930s. Uh, like, motion pictures. You okay. do you saw Hail Caesar? Yeah, I felt like nothing was happening in it. And like, like that's that's a lot of the Coen Brothers movies. Though. But no, but like even in like the other ones, like I've, I I could get behind like the dude or somebody. But like this, like James Brolin is kind of like the main character. Yeah. Or Aaron. Uh. Or what's his name? Uh. uh New Han Solo. Alden Einreich? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Alden yeah. He's kind of like a main character. I fucking loved his scene, though. Like, he's good at it, but, like, everyone says, like, he's the best part of Hail Caesar. And I'm like, yeah, he is. But, like, Hail Caesar kind of sucked. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's pretty great in it. But, like, I could never really get behind anybody. Like, he was just watching things happening. And nothing really had a payoff for me. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Coen Brothers movies that do that. And, like, I I do agree that it's, like, it's not the strongest movie, but it was kind of fun to just, like... It felt like a day-in-the-life-of kind of movie. You don't take it as, like... You don't take it as, like, here's a story with a a set ending and a set beginning. It's, like... there's, There's things that are happening, and then it's... Like, you take it as what it is. Yeah, like I, it's kind of like, I get that. It's more of like a variety show with different skits that all kind of, like, take place in the same universe kind of thing. I, yeah, I get it. I just thought I I was like, eh. I, didn't I can definitely so see much. why people would hate it because it's definitely very... But I didn't hate it either. There's things I yeah. thought that were pretty charming in it. I just, like, if if I could have, like, a, like a real through plot to follow through the movie... Yeah. That was, like, strong and I cared about. And all these subliminal stuff were happening on the side. Yeah. I would like it a lot more. But it's just like, well, this is happening over here. And then yeah, there, this is happening over here. It's like a movie here. full of subplots. Yeah. and it, <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, I love, like, Scarlett Johansson where she's, like, this very charming mermaid. And then, like, you, like, talk to her and like... Yeah, you know, we see I got this guy in downtown. Like, he's yeah. got this awful fucking voice. Yeah, you think she's like, she's like this actress that like is beloved and everything. But as soon as she's like, it's like, cut, takes off the wig. She's like, ah, fucking A, man. And yeah, then like, takes a drag off a cigarette. Yeah, she's like talking like, to James Brolin about how like all the abortion she's had because she's like fucking all these dudes and shit. Like, oh, God. like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, and I like how that one guy's name is Lawrence Lorenz. <laughs> Jesus. And, like, George Clooney's pretty funny in it. Yeah. And it's got, like... And the freaking dance number with freaking Channing Tatum is great. Like, that's, like, the thing I like about it, it the most is that there's, like, so much... It shows you everybody, like, all their personas on screen and then how different they are outside of this screen. Yeah. Because, like, some like, people, like, with, like, Scarlett Johansson, like, uh, George Clooney... Yeah, but then you have, like, Olden Ehrenreich, who's, like, they're, like, trying to, like, build him up as, like, this leading man outside of Westerns, and he can't get past his accent. Because, like, he pretty much is the person you see on screen, like, <laughs> yeah. just plain. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, you're good-looking, let's put you in this, and then, like, the director's like, 
Try to fucking get him to like say one simple line and he can't get past his fucking twang. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I don't know about Hail Caesar. If you're into Coen Brothers stuff, maybe you'll appreciate it more, but like I thought it was a weak entry. I also beat Hitman Absolution. Um, I, when I usually play a video game, I get like way into it, need to 100% that shit. This is a game I will never 100%. Oh, yeah. So I beat it, so I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. So there you go. You did good. Um, I read a uh, bunch of comics this week. Read uh, two trades of Bloodshot, two trades of Harbinger, and also read Harbinger Wars, a crossover between them. Really good. Like those. Sweet. Read Brian K. Vaughn's Private Eye, which is really interesting. It's a like a future story where essentially like our generation will be the senior citizens and like... At one point, like, the cloud, like, breaks, and all the information that's in the cloud rains down on the world and fucks up everybody's life, because <laughs> everything they thought was gone or deleted is oh, just geez. down, and it fucks everyone's life up, oh, so the internet awesome. doesn't exist anymore. They go back to, like, books and going to libraries, and iPhones don't exist, everyone's got, like, a house phone and shit, and so, like... Our generation's like, ah, just look it up on Facebook. And they're like, the kids in that are like, that doesn't exist anymore, Grandpa. Quit being old or whatever. <laughs> That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, this, the guy in it who is a private eye, like, he is, like, shunned for being paparazzi because, like, there's no, there's no, like, TMZ or anything anymore. And so, like, the newspapers or journalists are also like cops because like it's so fucking weird, but it works really well. And like, I think it's really solid. And, and in fact, it was, uh, it's, uh, because of the story has like no internet. It was ironic that it was a web comic exclusive. <laughs> and so like, it just, it came out like a, like a year or so ago on like the hardcover and I have it down there by my Calvin and Hobbes collection or whatever, but, um, it's actually really good. Like, I don't know. I would, I would suggest it. It's really interesting story. Hot damn. Yeah. Sweet. And I also read, uh, two trades of the vision, which I've heard it's great. It is fucking great. <laughs> like I, it's on a lot of people's top 10 lists of the year for being the best comic. And when I first started reading, I'm like, I don't know if I like this very much, but then like, I just kept reading it and reading it. And, and like, when I got done with the 12 issues, like I was like, that was a fucking really solid story. And I don't give a shit about vision at all, <laughs> but you fucking made me care about him. Fuck you. I actually tweeted something to that. To the author of Vision, Tom yeah. King. Yeah. And I was like, how dare you make me care about Vision? <laughs> and he's like, thanks, man. And he suddenly replied to me, and I was like, what a great guy. <laughs> I but care yeah. about him, too. <laughs> he's really great. Now he's, it's when, like, they, like Vision has, like, a like a family yeah, type thing. Yeah, it's super weird. But, huh. like, it totally works, and there's, like, heartbreak, and everything's heartfelt, and, like... It's intelligent, like it works on past continuity as well. And now, does it play up on the thing, kind of like Civil or yeah, Civil War kind of did with Vision, where it's just like he doesn't quite get like reality, but he's trying to live in it type thing. Or is it this one's more associated with like 
the comic version of Vision, where he's been around a long time. Okay. Like, he's the most... Of all the androids that exist in this, like Vision's family, he gets how life works. Okay. But, like, his family is new, and so they're, like, android synthesoid people, like, that are trying to learn, like, the in... Like, the inconsistencies of, like, human life Mm, and stuff. So they kind of take stuff very literally at first. So, yeah, like... But it's real... Like, it touches on things I set up in the first issue, like in issue seven. Cool. Oh, my God, it's great. (laughs) Fucking great. Tom King, fuck you. (laughs) It's good. Such a good guy. (laughs) What a great guy. Fuck him. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's everything. I've been in... Sorry. I've been sick, so I got through a lot of shit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, uh, they put funny games on HBO. Oh, fuck. And I... Ugh. There's so many people that are probably <laughs> going to fucking hate hate funny games, but I fucking love funny games so much. I'm not even quite sure I know what funny games is. It's about... It's basically... The the long story short, it's about uh, two, like, maybe, like, early 20-somethings that, like, torture a family of three. But it's, like, so... It's, like, built... To, like, make you hate the movie. Oh, God. I love funny games so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> like, I kind of want you to watch funny games and see how far you get before you're like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because yeah. I even, like, read an interview with the director where he was like, I wanted to make a movie that goes against every kind of trope <laughs> where people visibly hate it. <laughs> and like I was cool like, bull. Yes. <laughs> no, he just is shit. He just makes yeah. shit movies. <laughs> but no, I love, I love, fun. it's on HBO Go, so if All you right, want to check, check it out, it check out. it out. I'll, like, I'll... legit, the movie starts off with like, this family like, annoyingly doing this game where they're like, guessing opera songs and they're just like, having fun and then as they're like, listening to them like, laughing, having a good time, they play like, the most annoying, gross, heavy metal music, and play the credits. So you're watching them laugh, having a fun time with like, like it's so fucking good. Oh I love funny God. games so much. Have to check it out. <laughs> but yeah, funny games is out. I watched that. That was good. I started watching a show on Netflix called The OA. Yeah, how was that? I'm like two episodes in. It's pretty. It's interesting so far. Okay. Okay. Like, I heard, like, it kind of, like, falls off near the end, but uh, it's really interesting because they kind of play it up where uh, it's this woman who was abducted, and then she comes back, and she was blind when she was abducted, and she comes back, and she can see, mm-hmm. and then she starts doing all this weird stuff where, like, you don't know why, why she's doing certain things, and then she gathers a bunch of people together, and it's like, okay, here's my story. You're going to find out by the end why I'm telling you it, but... Until then, you need you to hear it out. So then, like, it's her telling her backstory to these people. But then, like, her like her parents are, like, these sweet old people. <laughs> but then, like, they keep doing things to, like, prevent her from telling her story. So you fucking hate them. Or, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. But we can't let you go out anymore. I'm like, fuck you! Let her go out! I want to know the story! <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's yeah, but it it so far I'm like I'm only like two episodes in and it's really good, so yeah I'm into that and uh, to prepare for this I watched like a really a movie that got a high, lot of high praise called Hell or High Water. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's got um, oh, fuck, Jeff Bridges is in it and um, 
Chris Pine and uh oh, fuck I can't remember the other guy. But um yeah, it's like like two brothers that are like robbing banks to like um pay off another bank to like save their house. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Bridges plays like the cop that's like after them. And I mean, it it's it's fun. I had a good time with it, but it definitely didn't, it didn't make my top 10 list. I did enjoy the relationship between Jeff Bridges and his partner, though, because mm-hmm. his partner plays a guy who's half Indian and half Mexican, mm-hmm. and like Jeff Bridges is like a racist Texan, <laughs> oh, so he's like always like doing like this racist like fucking shit towards him, where it's like they're friends, but he's still like, hey man, so like, are you gonna rain dance to try and make sure they don't fly off the floor? Like always like just saying like random like. Racist shit that's either Mexican or Indian. Does he have his Rooster Cogburn accent? It's like a diet Rooster Cogburn accent. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I I liked it. So like, if you want to check it out, Hell or High Water is pretty good. All right, right that's, on. That's man. all yeah, I've been into. I saw that in a lot of people's like I what looking at list today. Like that was in a lot of people's. I noticed stuff. that too. All <laughs> right. Well. If people want to talk like Rooster Cogburn to you, JT, where could they do that? Oh, hell, they can check me at Bucket for Everyone on Twitter. And... Ah, fuck, why not Bucket for Everyone on Instagram and Snapchat? <laughs> Neil, where can they check you out? Uh, as that character? Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Dino Neil Man. Uh, that's where you could find me and message me. It's great. You can find me at Tour of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both, me and JT, on Off Podcast as well. Hey, JT, for a first time in 2017, you want to try to do the plugs? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future on SoundCloud.com slash OffTopicPodcast. If you're an iTunes user, you can find us on iTunes. And hey, why not? If you want to go back to uh, Android, you can do somewhere on Google Play as well. So many choices to find us. You can find us anywhere. Uh, If you have uh, something to say to us, if you had a fucking email, you just got to just curse us out. Yeah, it's a fucking email, dude. <laughs> That's over 140 characters. We got an email. It's reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review review spelled just how it is in the title. And you know what? I think that's it. Oh, we have a Facebook too. Same shit. Like <laughs> Facebook.com slash off topic podcast. That's it. That's it. Yep. Great show, guys. Same list. Great. Same show. list. Fuck you. Same list. list. Quit being related. (laughs) Same list. Yeah, but great top ten. Like, I would agree with you. Like, this year, like, had either gems or just stuff that's just middle of the road. Yeah. Anything that I saw this year was, like, either great or whatever. Yeah. Like, I didn't really go out and see anything that was terrible. Maybe BVS. Let me just. I'm sorry, Ghost. I'm gonna pass. Like, I'm just gonna go over the movies I did real quick. Here's the ones I did not include: <laughs> Zoolander 2, BVS DOJ, The Jungle Book, X Men Apocalypse, Now You See Me 2, Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh <laughs> God. Uh, wasn't that ter- did you think that was terrible too? It was pretty bad. It was real bad, <laughs> and I wanted to like it because it's I I love The Rock, but it was so bad. It was. 
You could honestly bad. see who the main villain was going to be halfway through the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, uh, yoga Hosers was also there, which is on Netflix. Oh, we got to do Yoga Hosers. Oh, fuck. Okay. I've heard it's so terrible. All right. It's... I'll let you decide. <laughs> All right. Honestly, I have no idea for next week. Do you have any ideas for next week? <clears throat> uh, no, not right now. I don't know. Well, what do you think, Neil? We'll let you decide since you're not going to be here and you can torture us. Yoga hosers. Fuck! Netflix, do no! it. No, no, <laughs> fuck. Seal our fate. But we we did do we did do uh, the walrus movie. Yeah, tough. True North. Do that True North trilogy, baby. God damn oh it. Oh my god. Alright. <sighs> Fuck. We'll do Yoga there, Hosers. There next are week. a couple parts you'll laugh at out loud. I know you will. But <laughs> other than that, you're going to be like, Jesus, nobody can act in this movie. <laughs> Fuck. Spoiler alert. <sighs> Alright, Yoga Hosers next week. Fuck me. <laughs> I hope you like Johnny Depp, guys. <laughs> no! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to join us or not, next week we're doing maybe yoga hosers. <laughs> Unless I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. All right, God fuck it. it. So until next time, I've been short of the max extreme. I'm, I'm JT3K. <laughs> Dinosaur Neil's already leaving. <laughs> Set that on us and just bolted. Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> yoga hosers, Audis. But we are off.